A Court of Fairies and Fiction, Akafath Girls Podcast, Hosts Mel and Liv, Episode 14, The Fox, the Fawn, and the Fiend. Hello. 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 We're back again. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This is rounds attempt number two today, isn't attempt it? Attempt number two today. We got nothing to actually put on the podcast earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about coffee and fat squirrels. <laughs> and Charlie, the fat Charlie, squirrel. the fat squirrel. I can't find the fucking picture. I'm so mad. I'm gonna I have to have my mom so take bad. a picture if she sees it again. <laughs> Oh, if you're over there on Thanksgiving, you need to take a picture. This thing was on top of their trash barrel or their recycle bin. (laughs) God, like it it looked like a Frisbee. It was huge. So we know Charlie's like sitting pretty for the winter already. (laughs) Charlie, the half a tail squirrel, (laughs) the the mega obese half a tail squirrel that can't even walk on a fence. I literally like I'm obsessed with him. I oh, I need Charlie in my life. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. I I need to find a picture of this thing. I have to tell my mom to take a picture of this thing. He just because Charlie like... has been around for years. Same neighborhood for years. He's like the pickings are good with this trash. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I feel like he would be easy, an easy target for like predators, but it sounds like Charlie. Like, <laughs> he can't even live in wall. We don't even know where he goes. <laughs> His tree hole is probably all the way at the bottom. <laughs> he can't climb for shit. Charlie must be like super smart if he's like evading all of the predators coming after him. <laughs> he just moves so slow that they don't track him. <laughs> literally <laughs> he's just like a turtle <laughs> fucking charlie <sighs> charlie i'm sorry guys okay <laughs> we're good <laughs> okay we're good okay anyway <clears throat> i was i think i told you earlier but not when we were filming i was uh editing episode 13 and i had posted episode 12 today and it's definitely an episode 13 because at first I was like I don't know which one no it's 13 so um it's loading to be published next Sunday and I listened through it obviously and I made notes (laughs) a lot of notes (laughs) I love it so you made a comment on the episode about when she was it this episode I think it was this episode when she um went into this when more went into the spring court and grabbed Farah. yeah and you said like well everyone knows that she's part of his court or whatever right yeah but yeah. did they because they'd all been living in Valaris and nobody knew about Valaris But was it, see, okay, you bring up a good point. Here's my thing, though, is more was 
very what was that like not like she was like famous from that previous war right because the mortal queens knew her that's the confusing part like they just thought they all lived in the court of nightmares yeah it's really but like i'm telling you your thing about i don't know i don't know you had me shook with your comment about (laughs) valhan but you might have i keep thinking of that too yeah yeah but um you're right maybe the Supreme Court doesn't know about more like did Tamlin know her at the High Lords meeting it didn't mention that he was really shocked by anyone but yeah technically Reese could have wiped them out of Tamlin's mind he could have he could have it's weird because we there's <sighs> no mention like, Tamlin never even mentions, like, Cass and Az. Like, like how we were saying, when, like, yes. he supposedly got his family killed. Like, where were Cassian and Azrael? And you want to know what? You actually bring up a really good point with that. Tamlin never says their names. Never, never. brings up anybody that Reese is close to. It's weird. It's super weird so like what if Reese are you thinking that like Reese like wiped Tamlin's minds about Cass and Ass? maybe when he was with the Amarantha thing because remember he was he had to hold everyone's minds to not tell Amarantha who they were what their names were the people that did know I swear to you I swear to you the biggest mistake in my opinion that SJM did mm-hmm. was not giving Tamlin's POV. I know. Even even just under the mountain, like we didn't need it like anymore. Like even just under the mountain, and Bothers we will me. never know that. I mean, I hope we will at some point. I pray to God that we're gonna like in in my mind. I know we talked about doing like a headcan episode. Like yeah. I pray that we'll like go back and like. When we yeah, get Tamlin's yeah. book, if if we ever get it, we'll get Under the Mountain Truths. But I don't yeah, like his will. like his childhood trauma and like about his family and what happened with the sister. Hopefully, and how fast, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, that know, hurts when that you stuff. say that that you're not gonna hold your breath. I mean, that hurts me a little bit. I know, I know, it hurts. Well, because I was fighting, wh- I was fighting with someone today about Tamlin, and I'm like. All of this shit is like assumption because we never get his POV. Never. No. And it's like so weird to me that we never get his POV because like he's never. he was such a big part of the story. I know. It's ridiculous. Like he was the first main character. He he was the first main character and like he's still he even though people hate him had so much to do with the story. Even as the enemy he had such influence in it. Mm-hmm. He did. He brought back Resand in Akawar. The when people talk about Akawar and how like he he just keeps getting worse, I'm like, how the actual fuck can you read Akawar and say that he's the bad guy? How? How? That's that's what shocks me. What brain cell is jostling around in there <laughs> that missed the mark? <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is that he saved five people single-handedly in this one fucking book. 
Not only that, but I know I don't understand people. Um, and then like came with the plans at the High Lords meet. And do you want know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Is that podcast whimsy gossip? You know them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they put something on their Instagram the other day, and it was like audio of the High Lords meeting. And I re-listened to it again, and I sat there and I was like, I was like, I listened to this conversation. This is like the like 10th time I've read this and heard it and I go do you know I still cannot find a single thing wrong with anything that Hamlin said and in fact <laughs> the way nothing the way he's like how am I supposed to know Reese that you didn't have Ianthe's mind in hand when yeah. she went and did that like I was like, oh he's such a dick like what what I was like Hamlin it's it's so logical everything he says I was like there's nothing everything. wrong with what he says everything and then Feyre makes no sense she's like do you hear yourself you're insane and I'm like he's the most logical person here okay miss I blocked out genocide what the fuck I I blocked it I blocked it you're one talk I blocked it out a headache was forming on my temples (laughs) I love how you some of Az's headache medicine and shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down you little 19 year old fucking teeny bopper I, I mean like it's pretty we're gonna lose listeners for this i don't care you know what cut it just cut the scene i'm just not <laughs> hey you know that we don't like Farah by now so cut the scene because people are gonna riot when they hear that take it out take it out hey at least we have our groupies <laughs> so <Stop. it's> I mean, it's just like I don't know. Like, like we've said, we love the series. But for obviously. For real. But like, what? What makes was... anybody read Akawar and be like, Bazand are the heroes? What? What the fuck did they actually do for this war? I know. I genuinely want an answer <laughs> because what did they actually do? Okay, they hosted a meeting not even in their own court. That's so true. Decent hosted the meeting. <laughs> decent, decent hosted, and then they ended up starting like multiple. They fights started at the, the fucking riots. Bear <laughs> <laughs> almost killed Baron. As almost killed Eris. Nesta was sniping at Baron again, and Eris, and and Tamlin. Tamlin. Yeah. <laughs> Nuan wouldn't even look at them. It was honestly such a hot mess. (laughs) It was literally the most non-political political political meeting. (laughs) So stupid. I just I like in a way I kind of want to see. I wish it was in the animated version because I would pay such money just to see Feyre like jump and attack Baron when she's like, "We're not supposed to be fighting, guys. It's gonna be a civil meeting." (laughs) Have you and, ever like, seen that reel from, ah, oh, shit, what's the show? I can't think of the name. That British show with, um, fuck, I'm totally blanking. But anyway, is there's it... a reel going around from from this show. And the British guy is like, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. <laughs> it's Peaky Blinders. I'm all just <laughs> and, I'm, and everyone's like, this is Reese before the High Lords meeting. And then he starts it. <laughs> Because no, then the guy like takes the first punch. <laughs> it no, was so good. <laughs> it's Peaky Blinders, right? Yes. With Killian Murphy. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Peaky Blinders. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name. 
Oh shit. Yeah. That that's it's, Reese. He's such a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> they the whole it's the whole inner circle. They're all hypocrites. Like, like even like, and you know, I've got a soft spot for Azrael. Even Az is like, don't you know, like like a rabid animal. Like, don't talk about my high lady Az, that way. Like, she doesn't want you, bro. I'm sorry. Like Az, I don't even if you killed Eris, she wouldn't want you. I know he's just like it just breaks my heart and he's like so beautiful and like the best of them and you know what kind of bothered me though hmm is that more made a point to sit next to him did she really I forgot about that yeah she sits right next to him at the high lord's meeting until he attacks Eris and then Pharaoh's like come Asriel come sit next to me like I remember that I was like I like was kind of grossed out when I read that. It was I don't know why. Out. It was so I feel like gross. It's a little demeaning. Like to he's, oh, yeah. I I did find it shocking though that the narrative is like Azrael, like he'll go against orders. He doesn't care. He won't listen to Reese. And Reese is like Azrael, 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 and he's like I don't fucking care. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. And then Bear is just like come Azrael, and he's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love, oh, I love Az. But oh also, I kind of feel like that stems from him, like having a better mom than a better dad. Like I feel like that's like little Az. Like if his mom tells him to do something, he's gonna do it. Yes, yes. If he his dad's have, yelling at him, have... he's just gonna like curl in on himself and keep going. He has a sweet spot for the Archeron sisters. Like, that's for sure. He's very oh, yeah. soft for all three of them. Like, very much so. It's so cute. I have to say, like, we all know that casting is my man, obviously. But, um, like, as is, like, quickly, like, climbing ranks. Because, like, I read back and I'm like, oh, he's really, like, insightful. And, like, very, like, conscientious of other people. Lucian's my number one. As is my number two. And Tamlin and Eris tie for number three. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a solid. It's, it's Balthazar so is number four. Had to say, I'm it. really, I'm surprised by Balthazar. We don't know much about him, and he like saved him. Nesta. I love you, him. He why? helped her carry Emery to the cave, he did. and then he he's did. like, "I'll take first watch." I'm my <laughs> baby, and then like when Nesta's like an Illyrian male more interested in politics than killing. I'm like, that's so hot. <laughs> and then when he was walking away, she's like, his wispy dark hair blowing in the breeze. I was like, yes, Balthazar. <laughs> yes, my fourth man. <laughs> Fifth man. <laughs> I like, I love that. I never, just, I mean, he was a great character. I just was like, I, I never thought of it. loved him. I was so mad that he only lasted like three pages. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I know we're gonna see a lot more of him. I need more. I need more. Like, if I had to rank the guys right now, I would probably say my number one would be like would be Lucian. So it would probably be like Lucian, Cassian, Azriel, Tamlin. Yeah. Eris. Eris is on there. Um Reese would probably be at the bottom. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. What other men are there? Are there? Is that everyone? <laughs> what other men are there? <laughs> I don't know. Braun and Hart. <laughs> Braun and Hart are super low. Papa Archeron. <laughs> Papa Archeron sucks. 
arguably one of the worst characters in the entire series. Like, I, literally. Okay, unpopular opinion. I thought it was cute when he rolled up with the ships, but I'm a softie like that. I thought I it was just, adorable. Why? He's such a chump. He's, he was, well, okay. So, he failed. I know. Okay, but devil's advocate. <laughs> He was very crippled. Granted, he could walk a little bit because I think, was it Nesta or Elaine? One of them says that he would make a trip to the market like every couple of whatever months or whatever with his wood carvings. Yeah. So he was pretty crippled. The thing with the boats is that when Lu- when Lucian went went to get him, I didn't Lucian go to get him? first and then they went to find Vasa I think yes that's, that's exactly what happens so, yeah Lucian healed his leg no Lucian didn't heal his leg someone Tamlin healed okay Tamlin, Tamlin. Wait, in Tamlin? book one Tamlin healed Papa Archeron's leg in book one yeah he doesn't get credit for it it was Tamlin. okay okay mm-hmm. I, I thought he still had the cane in book one though no okay never mind so anyways his leg is healed by now. And they were doing good after Tamlin gave them riches. So he was back on his shit. He was back yeah. on his merchant shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he was healed after, <laughs> and he was working for them. He did go overseas again. That's where Lucian found him, over on the continent. Again, over on the continent. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing on the continent, Papa? <laughs> There's a lot of secrets over there. Lots of secrets. <laughs> when, when, um, when they're turned fae and they're they're living at the townhouse, I think it is. And there's this scene where Nest is like, or is it, or Elaine is like, and when is it Elaine? I'm trying to think. No, it was definitely Nesta. And Nest is like. Well, when when father gets back or whatever, and Farrah is like, father hasn't been back for months. We'll deal with him as we go. <laughs> <clears throat> I did like. How like she I don't dealt. think that's a problem. He won't know you're missing. <laughs> no, I do like how like I like so how Farrah was healed dealt. at that point. Yeah, and that's why he tried to make it up to them because he could actually like walk and do shit again. It was interesting to me that he was riding on the Nesta and not the Elaine or the Feyre. Tell me what your thoughts on that are. Well, again, because he knew that she was the most put out by his neglect. Because I saw that as a nod, not only to when they were poor because she was pissed at him and like hated him or whatever, but I kind of saw that as a nod to like her abuse as a kid. Yeah. But he didn't stop. Yeah. Because he's like, I, I failed you. And like that whole big speech. And I was like, that's more than the poverty thing. Granted, like you it was that. Mama Archeron's mother. But we know that Mama Archeron wasn't that much better. Yeah. So, and I think he was probably like, I was just like gone most of the time. And this happened to her. And I didn't, I couldn't stop it. So that's what I kind of took from that. And yeah, that was actually a really sad scene. I'm 
total devil's advocate because I know people are like, he doesn't deserve credit for shit. But I thought that was cute because they had like their whole little monologue thing before Highburn showed up. Yeah. It was sad. It was sad. It, and you know what? It's so funny because I, I know that Silver Flames lately, a lot of people have been like ragging on it and stuff. And you know what? <laughs> what? Just as a little aside, Papa Archeron actually said he loved her. So yeah. <clears throat> he did not. <laughs> you know what? You, I'm so sad to hear this, but you've like wiggled your way into my brain. And, you know, like I've been thinking a lot about your Cassian comments and they disturbed me a little bit, like for sure. But I will say after I finished Silver Flames and I read that Cassian never said I love you to Nesta, I was like, ooh, ooh. I actually saw a Facebook post the other day. And I was pleasantly surprised that people had a lot of the same opinions as me on Cassian. I was shocked. They... And someone pointed out, they were like, um, they said, I don't, th- it, they didn't really say like, I don't think they're mates, but they said, I think Nesta and Cassian settled for each other. Because <laughs> they think there is a mate bond because of how cherished mate bonds are because of the tension that they had and i was like i absolutely see that because even in that last scene when he's literally chasing her down the street she's pissed at him again she's like don't come after me he ignores her They have their whole thing. And then she's like, I love you. And he like fucking kisses her and doesn't say it back. No, I, I was a little put like, I, that was my big takeaway from it. I was like, ew, like even in the end when they accepted the mate bond and like she offers the biscuit and then she's like, I love you. And he just like kisses her. That's what I wanted to bring up. He never eats the biscuit. He never eats it. He never bites it. He doesn't accept it. <laughs> so do you have do you have to do you have to eat yes. the food to accept the bonds? Yes, that's why <clears throat> Fira put the bowl in front of Reese and said, eat. And he ate it. He didn't eat the biscuit. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> if if it truly comes down to that. <clears throat> Like SJM being like that, like splitting Christine. hairs, like yeah, like he he didn't eat the biscuit. You guys. He didn't eat the, the biscuit. Science, I because someone goes, I don't think he even bit the biscuit or whatever, and I go, no fucking way, and I went right to my Kindle and I go, <laughs> I was so excited by that revelation. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, he didn't. He was like, he was like a stale biscuit or an elaborate mating ceremony. Stop it. Stop it right now. (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, let's make a ceremony of it then, like, because he doesn't eat the biscuit. And she's like, well, I already have a crown. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I also uh, just want to remind you, based off of this, that they have not had their mating ceremony yet. 
So my hope is that she's going to write the mating ceremony in Flame and Shadow. She's not. She said she'll never write one. She said that for sure. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're corny? Is that what she was like saying? They're like too, I don't know, complex, religious, whatever. But she didn't even allude to the fact that it happened yet in Akasif. It didn't happen yet. They only said that like, Oh, once the consummation is blah blah blah. Not that they hadn't been doing that for weeks. <laughs> um, I want to actually talk about Nesta and Cassian's relationship more because I ha- I thought of a couple of things I want to bring up to you. So, here's my thing, and maybe you can answer this for me, but I think everyone has such a different opinion as a writer. <laughs> so I know that you were talking about you don't like Cassian and Nesta because you don't think they're mates because he I don't mind them I don't mind them yeah I just don't think they're very compatible oh yeah or or which which I could actually see where you're coming from like I can legitimately see mm-hmm. that my thing is this is with like it's interesting how she writes her couples and so I'm trying to like figure out because the fandom like obviously it's very triggering to a lot of people how some of the couples are written mm-hmm. And to me, I loved Cassian because he pursued Nesta, like, no matter what, which was, like, to me, was, like, a sign of love. And, like, you know, they truly are mates and stuff like that. How but are you a Taurus? Your- I would be, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, if I said no once, get away from me. I'm not warming, warning you again before I punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> like, so, so that's what I find so interesting. <laughs> I'm like... So you have to explain this to me because to me, I'm like, Cassian was like very romantic. Like he took her, you know what I mean? Like they were very like physical. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) And very persistent and very aggressive. I think he was pretty aggressive. There were some things that he said that were kind of sweet, I guess. Oh, that that were very sweet. And Akawa though, not Akasif. Okay, okay. But then in but in Silver Flames, he did do a lot of like really sweet stuff, in my opinion. Like especially in the gift, like going and getting the orchestra to play and stuff like that. Okay, like to yeah, me that was very sweet. Cute. Um I still think there's a hidden meaning behind that, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> you have to tell me the hidden meaning because I actually don't know what the hidden meaning behind that one is. Um but hold on so my thing is is that to me Cassian was like very much a gentleman like what a like what a man should do right it's like per, like pursue the woman he loves despite her being in like a bad spot right so tell me how you think a male like who in the series do you feel like just hits the mark every time Lucian as terms Lucian tell me why because he's messed up Elaine didn't want to talk to him he left the room he gives her space because she wants space, but he still comes periodically to check up on her, to see how she's doing, to tell Nesta in favor, get her out of the house. She needs sunshine. So he will sit and you. talk to her and have tea with her. And then when she's done, obviously Nesta in- included herself and was like, yeah. get the fuck out, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't get the argument where everyone's just like, 
Elaine doesn't like him and she gives him the cold shoulder and they never speak. And I'm like, they have spoken multiple times. See, I feel like she on and off page. There's, uh, again, there's another two scenes where Feyre leaves them alone. We have no idea what they talked about. What two scenes does Feyre leave them alone in? The scene after the Highborn Highburn War, when she goes and blows Reese off in the tent. <laughs> but it lightly. Wait, what, what did it say? She leaves them to talk. She she said, oh, I, I left them to talk while I went to find my mate. I totally forgot about that. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, so that hard was after me. Elaine asked him to stay in Valaris, which I make note that Elaine is the one that asked him. Everyone's like, well, she was nudged by Farah. Like a physical she, nudge. She was. Farah did not tell her what to say or what to ask. Elaine did that on her own. Mm. Farah was just like, talk to him. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, but I never want to fight in another war for the rest of my life. Because he was all bloody. And then, I don't know what else they said. And then she was like, are you going to come to the townhouse? Gonna stay? This is an Akawar, right? Yeah. It was I adorable. Know. I love that scene. It's towards she's the end so, of the book. She's so very, like, not subtle. What's another word for it? She's very, like, she wants him to, but she's scared. Apprehensive. She's very apprehensive about it. But she is the one that asks him. Nobody tells her what to ask him. So, I yeah, find that Lucian scene. is the top tier. He gives her space, but he still checks up on her. He, by the request of Maja, tugged on the bond to see if she was sick, if there was anything wrong. The, the way that he blushed when he got to her end of the bond always, always makes me happy, even though I'm like, what the fuck did he blush about? Yeah, but like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? He was smart. Wow. He was happy. So no, he was not happy. He just blushed. He didn't say he was happy. It was just like he was he, like, well, he like, was fine until Asriel took her out to the garden. <laughs> and then Reese is like, Asriel isn't the ravishing type. Oh, really? <laughs> but he oh, definitely really, yeah. And that's when he was yeah. like pretty on guard. But mm-hmm. um, hold on. Where is it? I just want to read this scene. I do think that she is very apprehensive, but I like that scene because she actually like seems concerned. And it's right after Um, her father dies. So then, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. He was like, I'm sorry about like your father, like whatever he says about that. And then she's like, are you okay? After he's like, are you okay? And I was like, but like he talks to her there or she talks to him there. She talks to him in the library. She talks to him during the um, scene um, with the tea cart, with the bond. That's like three separate scenes that they talk. And then she takes half a step towards him when he's leaving to find Papa Archer on Invasa, which I'm like, what was she going to say? God damn it. What was she going to say? 
It bothers me. And I know we're going to probably get it in their book, like flashbacks or something. Like I need flashbacks. That is one thing that SJM doesn't do that I hate her for not doing. Yeah. Yeah. Is the flashbacks. Oh my gosh. It's so I, I found the scene. I want to read it. I fucking too. love oh. flashbacks. I put so many flashbacks in my fic. <laughs> I love, I love it. Um, so I found the scene because I like, I do not remember Lucian and Elaine talking so much. And it's okay. So oh, it's my illusion ship or heart. What? It it was like the first scene that they talked after the cauldron, and I was obsessed with it. <laughs> I was I still think she's so shitty to him, but let's see. Again, maybe I'm like not remembering it appropriately. So it's in Aquawar, guys, page 675, right? <clears throat> So steps crunched on the grass behind this nest of world, but Lucian, it was Lucian, haggard and bloody, panting for breath. As oh my God. Run. So hot. Next. I'm so sorry. <laughs> as if he'd Panting and bloodied. Shore. So he's okay, panting and bloodied and he like literally ran from the ocean to get to a lane. Is that what it was? <laughs> Felt her anguish. His gaze settled on Elaine, and he sagged a little, but Elaine only wrapped her arms around herself and remained at my side. See, that's, like, that's so stupid. You're wrapping your arms around yourself, like, are her you Her dad hurting? just died. Give her a break. You give Elaine and Nesta a lot of breaks. They kind of, they do a lot of not good things. Um, their father's neck was just snapped in front of them. And you're like, eh, get over it. <laughs> she's she's always like this. Elaine's always like, you know, she's like the oh, gentle turning power. in on myself. Like yeah. I'm such a nest. I like cannot stand her. Um, <laughs> but Elaine, are you hurt? He asked, coming towards a spine, the blood speckling Elaine's hands. He halted short as he noticed the King of Highburn's deca- decapitated head on the other side of the clearing. Nesta was still showered with his blood. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fine. Like, Fuck. <laughs> I'm fine, Elaine said quietly, and then asked, noticing the gore on him, the torn clothes and still bloody weapons, are you? Well, I never want to fight in another battle as long as I live, but yes, I'm in one piece. <laughs> I yes. do. A, a faint smile bloomed on Elaine's lips. <laughs> And people say they never talked. Hate those people. (laughs) But Lucian noticed the scorched patch of grass behind us and said, I heard what happened. I'm sorry for your loss, all of you. I strode, I just strode to him and threw my arms around his neck, even if it wasn't the embrace he was hoping for. (laughs) Well, maybe if you gave her a fucking second, Feyre. Well, come on, it's all about Feyre. How long does it take? Like, really? Thank you for coming with the battle, I mean. And then he says, I've got one hell of a story to tell you. He said, squeezing me tightly. And don't be surprised if Vasa corners you as soon as the ships are sorted and the sun sets. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, because it's the fucking Farah show. I don't care about Farah. Next. <laughs> you want me to keep reading it? Mm-hmm. Yes, but your father, ever the negotiator, a sad, small smile toward that burnt grass. He managed to kind of deal with Vasa's keeper to come here temporarily but better than nothing but what yes queen... the fuck deal did he make <laughs> <I know. laughs> but yes queen by night firebird by day 
He blew out a, a breath, a nasty curse. The human queens are still out there, I said. Maybe I'd hunt them down. Not for long. Not if, Vas- not if Vasa has anything to do with it. Well, yeah, because they fucked her over. They sold her to Koshi. <laughs> She's like, fuck but you. He- they made me a firebird. I'm going to burn your asses to the ground. <laughs> but he sounds like very um, invested in Vasa. He's, not if Vasa no, has anything to do with it. He's treating Vasa the way he treated Feyre. You sound like an acolyte. Lucian blushed, glancing See? at Elaine. She's got him and Elaine are going to be the acolytes. As and Gwen Lucian... are going to be the spies. No way, no way. Lucian blushed, glancing at Elaine. She's got a foul temper and a fouler mouth. He cut me a wry look. You'll get along just fine. <laughs> See? See? She's literally like his human Feyre. <laughs> yeah. Because Feyre's a dick now. He's like, I'm replacing Feyre. you, bestie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get to the part where she asked him to stay. I Wait, I'm lo- I'm trying to get... I nudged him in the ribs, but Lucian again looked at the singed grass. He was a good man. He loved you all very much. Hmm... Okay, Elaine just wrapped her arms tighter around herself, a few more tears streaking free. I spared Lucian the torment of debating whether to touch her. Ugh. I love Feyre, always. Again, I know. I'm sparing him from this. I'm sparing him from that. Shut the fuck up and go yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. I spared Lucian the torment of debating whether to touch her and linked my arm through his as I began to walk away, letting my sisters decide to follow or remain if they wanted a moment alone with the burnt grass. Elaine came, but Nesta stayed. Elaine fell into step beside me, peering at Lucian. <laughs> he noticed it. <laughs> of course he did. I heard you made the killing blow, he said. He's so he's so great. He's like always like hyping her up. Like her. He's like, like so you're s- not, I feel like that was like, you're not as, you know, fragile as they make you. As, as well, but also, if you notice, he's the only one that acknowledges. It was Elaine that stabbed the King Hybrid. It was Yeah, he's like, stuff. my mate did that. Yeah, I heard you made the killing blow. He's so sweet. And then she's like, Nesta. Really, nested. I just stabbed him. I just Lucian seemed to fumble for a response, but I said to him, So, where now? Off was Vasa. I wondered if he'd heard of Tamlin's role that he the help he'd given us. A look at my friend showed me he had someone, perhaps my mate had informed him. Lucian shrugged first here to help, and then another glance at Mm -hmm. Elaine. Who knows? I nudged Elaine, who blinked at me and then blurted, You could come to Valara. No, no, she yeah. needed help there. Lucian shrugged, first here to help, and then another glance at Elaine. Who knows? I nudged Elaine. Yeah, but she did. Like, Elaine didn't have to say, like, oh, come to Valaris. She could have been like, are you going to visit? Like, she literally could have said anything else. I nudged Elaine, who blinked at me and then blurted, you could come to Valaris. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not convinced. He and then she made a point to say he saw all of it, but nodded graciously. It would be my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did ask if he was okay too. <laughs> and the way that she smiled at him for the first time, <laughs> the little a, a little faint smile bloomed on her. I lips. love that. that was... I love that so much. I love that so much. Yeah, they have that scene. 
they have the scene in the library when Fair is in his mind, and they have the scene when he's checking the bond. That's three big scenes that they are actively speaking. And if you continue that scene, she leaves her with Lucian to talk. Does she really? Yeah. I never want to fight. Keep going. I'll let you find it. (laughs) I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like 99.999% sure it's that scene. No, you are right. I was still mulling over all he said when I slipped into my tent to finally change out my leathers, leaving him and Elaine to go find a place to wash up and talk, perhaps, perhaps. It doesn't say they actually talked. You don't think Elaine is washing the blood off of him? Come on. No, she's not. They went to a fucking stream to talk. And she was just like, uh-huh. She, she was not washing it off of him. There's no way. <laughs> she, she can't okay, give to him why, a hug. Then why is he blushing? Why is he blushing so much with her? No, he's and not And then when he got to the end of the bond, what he saw, it wasn't what we were looking for. What the fuck did he, was what he blushing was at? She could have... He could have been seeing the memory of that day. Whatever happened when Feyre left. There could have been a cute moment that we're not going to know about till their book. Just in I know, I'm just like, I'm just trying like, is exactly like, what could possibly actually possibly so, be blushing about? So I'm going to do a fanfic plug really quick because actually <laughs> there is a um fanfic writer who updated their fic yesterday it's an illusion fic oh and i feel like there's not many of those and so actually this scene they wrote this scene and it is elaine and lucian at a stream so her fic is actually kind of depressing because lucian is like losing all his memories like he asked reese to like take all his memories of her away because she was Elaine because she wasn't accepting him and then he's like realizing that like at the last minute she's it was like a miscommunication but there's no going back it's very sad but oh my god I know I know um let me pull it up real quick it's gonna be in my history honestly I do kind of hope Elaine gets like put in her place a little bit (laughs) Because she's kind of just a little brat. Just a little brat. Not, I think she is. Like she just—it's called—it's called *A Court of Eternal Sunshine* by Mogitz. M O G I T Z. Let me write it down. Um, the summary is: Lucian is tormented by an unreciprocated bond with Elaine. After witnessing a heartbreaking encounter between her and Azriel, Lucian begs Reese to erase his memories of their connection. Transformed, he returns lighthearted and unburdened, un- uh, bewildering the inner circle, especially Elaine. So, <clears throat> very sad fic. But she, the, the chapter that was last night, there's a scene that goes back to this. And <clears throat> there's a few of them. Here it is. I'm going to read this. And... I hope they see this or I'll tell them about it, but it says, 
When the world around him finally stilled, Elaine and Lucian stood together in a secluded area near a small stream. Elaine crouched down, watching as the water around her bloodied hands turned pink before swirling clear again. Lucian silent re silently removed his armor, his movement slow and heavy with exhaustion. As he lifted his arm, he winced with a slight grunt, and it was Elaine who noticed the deep, angry slash along his side. It was partially concealed by his bloodied white undershirt, but not enough to escape her observant eyes. Her eyebrows knitted together in concern. You're hurt. Lucian glanced down at his blood-soaked side and shrugged. He brushed it off with a lazy half-smile despite the pain searing through his ribs. I've had worse, believe me. Elaine pursed her lips and shook her head like a displeased school teacher. Without a word, she gently guided him to sit on the nearby rock. I'm fine, Lucian insisted, but Elaine only shushed him as she soaked a cloth in the cool, clear water of the stream. He was so enraptured in the memory that he almost forgot that it was only a matter of moments before this too slipped away. It was a moment Lucian oh wanted to hold on to forever. Please, he whispered to himself, not this one. Let me keep just this one. Lucian hissed through his teeth as she dabbed at the wound carefully. Her touch was tender and her closeness to him made his heart race. He took in everything while he still had the chance. The way her hair fell over her shoulders, her tattered dress, he watched the focused frown on her lips, the way her eyebrows pulled together in concentration, noticed the lone freckle under her left eye and the graceful curve of her nose. <clears throat> he couldn't help but smile when her eyes flashed to his, then shyly back down at her task. I didn't know if I'd ever see you again, Elaine admitted, her eyes fixated back on the wound she was tending. Lucian's gaze softened. Neither did I, he confessed. While you were out there searching for Vasa, I... She paused for a moment, as though she were weighing her words carefully. I thought of you more than I expected to. I thought of you every single day, he replied immediately. Her gaze returned to his then, finding a depth of emotion there that mirrored her own. He didn't expect her to respond to such a declaration, so after a moment he asked, So how does it feel? How does what feel? To know you're not crazy, that your visions are real. A small relieved smile played on her lips. It feels like I can finally breathe, like I'm not drowning in my own mind anymore. Lucian reached out, his fingers brushing against hers. You know I'm here for you, right? Elaine said nothing, her mouth falling open, but no words coming out. No matter when or for whatever reason, I'm here, he said. Elaine nodded softly. I know. They stared at one another, the longing in Lucian's chest growing almost unbearable. She went to turn away, but Lucian was no longer tethered to the confines of the memory, so he took her hand in his. What changed, he breathed. A spark of recognition broke through her haze. She blinked, looking around as though she were taking in where they were and recognizing it as a memory they had shared. After this, it was never the same again. What did I do? You didn't do anything. She took a deep breath, her gaze drifting away momentarily, the memory around them still vivid yet fragile. It was me. I got scared. Being with you, even for a moment, felt like a lifetime of emotions. When you had touched me, I saw visions of a future, our future, and it was overwhelming. It was beautiful, but it scared me. But you asked me to come to Valaris. I know, she blurted, her arms dropping helplessly to her sides, and I wanted you to. Lucian sighed. What did it matter anymore anyways? All this did was drive the pain deeper. Mm -hmm. um, and then he's just mumbling like, this is the last memory. It'll all be gone after this. Um... Everything's about to change, isn't it? She whispered. A mixture of realization and regret. He only nodded. I'm so sorry, Elaine said, choking down a sob. He glanced down at her and instead of shying away, she leaned into him. Lucian was shocked as he felt her hand slink around his waist and hold on to him. 
He hesitantly did the same, draping his arm over her shoulders and pulling her in closer. He then leaned down, resting his chin on the top of her head and taking in her scent. His eyes fluttered shut as he instinctively pressed a kiss into her hair. I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry I wasn't stronger. I wish we had more time. Elaine paused, her gaze locked with his. We're here now in this moment. We can make it whatever we want. And she was right. They could make it different. And then, um, and then she's like, Lucian. And he says, and then they kiss, obviously. And he says he wished it were real. Oh, God, you're killing me. <laughs> Lucian sunk so further sad. into the kiss, gripping her close. Um, and then it says, he pulled back their lips separating, but still searching for one another. His hand slunk up the length of her back, and he wanted to tell her how badly he had wanted this, but he wanted more. No, needed it. He leaned back in again, this time softly and more lovingly, agonizingly slow, feeling every sen sensation he could. He never wanted the moment to end. As the world around them began to fade, slipping into the inevitable darkness, Lucian whispered against her lips a promise born from the depths of his soul. I will find you, Elaine, in every life and every world I will find you. With that vow, the memory dissolved into nothingness, leaving behind a lingering sense of hope that their souls would find one another time and time again. And then there was only blackness. And in the final moment shared between their two hearts, it was gone from Lucian's mind forever. Oh, kind of long, but that's, Whoa. now that's all I can fucking see. When I read that when she's like, I let them to talk. And I was like, talk. Talk. Well, that was heartbreaking and unexpected for my night. <laughs> talk. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what she's going to do for chapter six. Jesus Christ. I He's going to come back with no memory of her and she's going to be so upset. More pining. I love it. She deserves it. I'm sorry, but like she, <laughs> I am the biggest lady to lose hater. his memory. No, obviously it's gonna be like he lost all his memories, and then they forged an actual connection. It's probably gonna be like that. But I hope I kind of hope it is. But or I don't know. I don't know. But for Lucian, <laughs> but to long form answer your original question, Lucian. <laughs> you know what i think that you're right i think that lucian like he's lucian respectful yeah he's sweet he's fucking funny yeah he, he is knows. funny he just knows that's he's... what you want you want a man that just knows what you need without you having it's, to say it. it it's so ironic that like lucian is he truly is like the best guy in the series but, like, he's the only one that has a mate that wants nothing to do with him. That fucking so, sucks. Like, he's the most respectful, and she still doesn't want him. Yet. <laughs> yet. She's traumatized. I don't she know, She only man. gave... Uh, but the fact that she only gave Nesta a year, and I'm like, bitch, you still traumatized. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, and it's funny she's still traumatized, but when Asriel's around, suddenly she's not. So I told you, I don't, I think that's Koshi. I don't know, man. I think you're giving, I think you're not giving Elaine enough credit here. Like, she's like, oh. Do I think that she would have slept with him? Honestly, I don't think she would have. 
I do think it would have gone a little too far, but I don't think she would have gone all the way. I think she would have oh. felt I think she would have felt guilty. Really? She's the fucking she's sensitive the sh- one. Absolutely. She's as the one pissed, that- as pissed as she was with Azriel for saying it was a mistake. I think she knows that was right. So why do you think that she knows that's right? She's the one that asked him to put the necklace on her and then was like, kiss me, make out with me. Like, so <laughs> Say that. She, was like a, she was a little husky. No, no, Azriel picked up on her cues. And then he was like, waiting for her permission. And she just said yes to a kiss. Base, she basically asked kiss. him to do it. <laughs> to a kiss. <laughs> A kiss to a kiss. That's way too much. She has Lucian fucking Vance Thera on the line and she's like passing him to up be for fair, ass. To be fair, Thera had it drilled into their heads that Lucian worked with Tamlin to get them thrown in the cauldron. That's true. Because she even said like, you betrayed us. And he couldn't tell her at the time that he didn't because they were still spying. Yeah, Sly Fox. So Sly he Fox. had to choose between: do we, if I tell her and she tells the Night Court, and we lose this foothold in Highburn, that could mean the death for everybody, or I can just suck it up and take it. And he sucked it up and took it. Here's my thing, though. Too is that um, I'm concerned. That they're not going to end up together. I'm not. truly, really, I'm not. Concerned. I'm seeing a lot of El Real lately. So have like, I, and all of their arguments are ridiculous. Honestly, <laughs> some of it has merit. I don't know. I don't it know. I can see not. like the forbidden love trope of like going against the mating bond. Isn't that the whole thing? She likes to stir it up, and how. I'm afraid that people are going to be like, oh, she's so predictable. Elaine and Lucian were mates and they ended up together. And so but she's going to be like... But see, here's the thing. Not only is she a mate bond writer, if she wanted to switch it up, but she didn't have to mate them together. <laughs> like, there was no reason to. Yeah, She said she was pleasantly surprised at it when she wrote it. Yeah, And then she spent all of Akawar comparing both of them to sunshine and light <laughs> yeah and fox and fawn <laughs> puppy dog eyes and all this nature stuff you know flower Wait, and flame yeah yeah flower and flame fox and fawn sunshine and light there's way too many again Elaine was seen by the sunniest window. Every single fucking scene. Elaine was seated by the sunniest window. Elaine was seated by the brightest window. <laughs> like every scene. Even in that second meeting after the war, in that in their old house, Elaine was sat by the sunniest window. And then Lucian went to stand beside her, actually. Did he? And then what happens? I don't remember. They just had the meeting. Eris looked at him longingly, and then they had the meeting. Eris looked at Lucian? Longingly? With with regret or some sort of longing. 
Guilt. I love that scene too. I love that scene too. But it also makes me angry because then Pharaoh was like, Tamlin rushed out of here so fast I couldn't even thank him in person. Oh, BS. That one? Yeah. That one. <laughs> That's literally, so like that literally is like part of the reason why I refuse to reread it because <laughs> like, because it was so shitty because like, it was so he goes on, I know, I know we've said this before. Fair fucking goes out his monologue and she's like, the war is over. My name is Tara. Blah, 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 blah. And then hi, lady. she goes, hi, lady. Hi, lady. <laughs> no, and, then, like, <laughs> and then Tamlin has to walk by Lucian, who's in the Illyrian leathers. Like, what a fucking knife to the heart. What a fucking knife. Every time I read that scene, that, it a that was painful. So painful. Like, so people and and you want just what? the fact, I, but just the fact that Lucian was like, I have to explain that I literally had no clothes here. He was like, I had nothing else to wear. I he he didn't tell Tamlin. I don't think right. Like he no, I think he thought it right. Yeah, he thought it, but didn't tell it. Um, so that really breaks my heart because <clears> like, <throat> I I honestly maybe I feel like I am Tamlin because like if I saw my I just friend, read that today I found you- my I found my Enneagram five book and I was going through it and I go I'm fucking Tamlin. <laughs> I wonder if the people that support Tamlin are like I'm a fucking Tamlin, I'm fucking Tamlin. I, because I would feel the same way like I would see betrayal. You're dead to me. Yeah betrayal you know that's part of what stemmed that brawl 100 percent. oh oh i would have been that fucking lucian had a lucian having a split lip and a black eye that's deserve in my in my opinion i'm like he deserved it he he, even though it's lucian he's my number one i mean Maybe Elaine would have noticed him more then, but Elaine doesn't deserve Lucia. That's my man. She doesn't deserve him. Uh, they're gonna be <laughs> the best High Lord and High Lady of the Day Court. Awful. I'm She's actually kind of worried that they're gonna kill off Helian to do that. I think I wouldn't be surprised if she killed kill off Helian because but I think all- it'll be after because like Lucian fucking loses everybody, like yeah. Hamlin. So I feel like they're gonna have this whole cute arc of him finding out he's his father. And then the Koshi thing's going to happen. And I think that whole Highburn commander was kind of foreshadowing. Because again, without Amarin, he would have died. Amarin is powerless now. So. I don't know. I don't know. I could see it going both ways. Like, or it's going to be like him and Lady A get together. And he like turns over the court solution to be like, I want to spend time with my lady for the rest of my life. Like you can have it, and can I can they do her. that though? I don't know. I actually don't think that they can. I think it's like you have to die to so give over the power. I thought of a loophole for this, and it might be a spoiler for book two of my fanfic. But I found a loophole. <laughs> What's the loophole? And I plan to use it. So. Well, if another court decides to choose you as a high lord, you would automatically have to relinquish your first court, wouldn't you? Because you can't have two. Who would choose? Who would choose a second court? The dusk court. 
I was thinking that Helion and Lady A could rule the Dusk Corp. I like this idea. You seem very convinced that Bryce is not going to be coming to Prithian, and I don't know if I agree with that. She's, I, she's, she's, she's going to be there, but I, she's not going to stay. And honestly, she's the only one that can rule the Dusk Court. She's the only one. No, she's not. Nesta could. Nesta's not even affiliated with that, though. But she, she is. Like, I Nesta is blessed by the mother which means she has the magic from Thea. We know yeah. the mother prefers her. She prevented all her magic from leaving. She warned her about the Kelpie. She had the eight-pointed star, just like Bryce. I think it's going to be Nesta, but that's a huge part of the reason why I think Cassian's going to die. Because <laughs> Nesta's going to be the first real high lady. And it's, everyone's going to be up in arms. Everyone's going to be pissed. <laughs> I think that's what SJM was going for until she realized, well, would Nesta be more powerful than Reese? Because I yeah, honestly I don't think Feyre. that, I don't really think that SJM cares as much about Farah as she does about ne Reese. Would you agree with that? Really? Why do you feel that way? Because it started out I'm as Farah's series and then it was everything Reese wanted, everything Reese did. Reese telling her how. Tamlin wanted her as a possession and only wanted her powers. And then Reese talking about his trauma with Amarantha. And then Reese telling her about the history of the Illyrians and Highburn and all this other shit. And it literally became the Reese show. I was over it. Mm -hmm. As much so as funny. as much as Farah is insufferable as Reese's mate, Reese made yeah, her that she, way. <laughs> she's she's insufferable interesting i like your take on it i will say he really did not put boundaries on her he like let her loose basically he was just like i'm gonna be your you know whatever yeah like but again if he is controlling her he was the one that said like i'm gonna have to help my mate take down spring from the inside and then like two chapters later she's like i have a plan to take down spring from the inside <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know it's weird. Weird. anyone codependent if, if anyone listens to this it's like here you have to understand we <laughs> loved pharah melanie and i loved her book loved one. her so much and then book one until until she almost got Lucian killed because she was a fucking idiot and didn't know how to read numbers. <laughs> Stop. But have you seen? I love those memes online. That's like <laughs> Lucian. Have you seen them? <laughs> My boy. You know what's I so was funny? It's dressed as fuck. I was convinced she was gonna kill Lucian in the first book. I thought so. Too. So it's just. <laughs> You know what cracks me up is that not only do we always talk about Lucian. <laughs> okay, well, Melanie. the best, okay? You have to cut this. You have to cut this part. <laughs> what are you going to say? But that, like, Lucian is literally, like, the punching bag. Lucian and Tamlin are the two punching bags. They are. The <laughs> 
Not not one single good thing happens to either of them, and it starts with them. Like it starts. And Tarquin, them. you can add Tarquin and... in there too. Poor, poor, well, poor, poor dude. His poor dude. His whole cousin and his family got fucking slaughtered by Amarantha. He's under the mountain. Suddenly, he's glowing, and he's like, "Fucking shit, I'm the High Lord, I guess." <laughs> when the fuck did this happen? Oh my god. <laughs> Um, hold on. I have to plug in my computer or it's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. He, I, the stress. Wait, he still has his court. Can you imagine the stress? <laughs> hold on a sec. <laughs> I just, I can't. I love, like, listening to you explain things. I don't know why it's so funny. I'm so dramatic. I don't care. <laughs> and then... And then it doesn't even stop there because then he's under the mountain. He has his three cousins left, right? He has like three cousins left. Reese goes and fucking mind melts one of them. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Guess there's only three of us in total left now. He doesn't know <laughs> what the fuck to do. This poor dude is so fucking nice <laughs> that he lets them in his court and shows Farah rookie mistake, shows Farah his fucking treasure vault. <laughs> his dude wanted to get laid after 50 years. <laughs> Boy. And then Crusader's like, Illyrian wingspan, let's go. <laughs> I'm getting my fill too. <laughs> hey, Reese, and Reese is like, hey, baby. Like, hey, that shit up. What the fuck? And then, like, he gives her a fucking necklace. And then we have Varian just not showing up until he fucking feels like it. But and I'm like, it was just I'll like take the tiny Amarin. ancient one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> He's like, she's like, they're just staring at each other. I love how they describe that. They were both like on a pillar. Remember that? Like with their like backs against the wall staring at each other. I was like, that is some hot sexual oh tension there. God. Oh my yeah. God. And then just the way that she was like, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to go in his mind and let him think that I'm the safest person and that I would never do anything bad to Poor him. Tarquin. And she literally mind fucks this like 20 something year old high lord who has no idea what he's doing yet. All he knows is that he has this secret underwater lair with a part of a book <laughs> that he's not supposed to let anybody get. That's all he knows. <laughs> you had one job, Tarquin. You had one job. <laughs> and immediately you're like, pretty. <laughs> Okay, whatever you want. <laughs> Just thinking with his dick. <laughs> Just poor dude. I poor did dude. love. I I'll say this every single episode. I just fucking love how he chewed her ass out in Akawar. <laughs> I, I I tell you, it's my fucking favorite thing that you ever say. Every time you say it, I'm. I can't get over it. I love, I love that he chewed her out, but of course, 
of course, do they let it affect them? And do they learn from their mistakes to have a conscious conscience? No, I can't say it. Honestly, I want more Crusada too. She was kind of, she was fucking funny. Crusada was so funny. And like Tarquin is just like, you know, who the fuck are you coming in my house? Tell me to take care of my people. Like after you killed my cousin. You killed my cousin. You stole from See, me. That's I've never talked about this. That scene is when I started getting very suspicious of SJM and where she was going to take the series. Because that bothered me so much. Because what? Reese kills his fucking cousin. And you have the narrative that says like Tarquin looked at him in understanding. Because yeah. Reese didn't tell Amarantha that they were all planning to like get out or whatever. And like Tarquin looked at him in gratitude. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? That made me so mad. I will say, I think, so mad. I know, I think I kind of got some alarms. Yeah. Like under the mountain at that I time was like, too. It was like, what? It was like that. And then it was Farrah going, well, I think he only touched my waist and my arms. You were fucking drugged. Hello? Yeah. What is going on in your head? <laughs> what is going on? Why are we justifying this because of technicalities? It's weird. It's it's really that's when it became it the Reese really show. Yeah. I hate it. Well, and I hate to like, I hate to do this, but um, I told you I'm reading Iron Flame right now. And it's really kind of interesting to see the difference between Rebecca Yaros and like SJM, right? Because like, to me, SJM was like the golden standard. You come up here, you meet her, or you're like below, right? But I'm reading this because I don't know, I just... I'm so traumatized by SJM. I'm reading Rebecca and like she's she's traumatizing, very traumatizing. But the way she writes her male character, if if he stays true to who he is through the next three books, because I, I don't know if he will or not, it's very he's like kind of like a resand, but like the way I feel like resand maybe should have been had he so that is why I absolutely love Castile. From, you, from Blood and Ash. Yeah, I have to. I have fucking to. Love Blood and, Ash. and everyone's like, how can you love Cass and hate Reese? They're the same person. No, they're not the same person because Castile did horrible shit. He knew he did horrible shit. He apologized for the horrible shit and he tried to atone for it. Yeah. That's like, that's Zayden. what that is. <laughs> yeah. He recognized, fuck, I messed up. That was a, shitty horrible thing to do probably shouldn't have done that yeah. and he tries to make up for it yeah reese is like the complete narcissist that he is will blame everybody else but himself <laughs> i it's posted funny, a reel the other day yeah you saw it i think where I it think says like the that. the difference between a liar and a narcissist yeah. that uh, <laughs> when confronted a liar will ultimately admit the truth and narcissist will like lock down get aggressive double down on it double down on it mm -hmm. that is reese compared to other main male characters he yeah he's like there's something just 
a little bit like off like like he has a superiority complex that's what it is but it's weird so it's a it's a superiority complex paired with a victim complex (laughs) that's what it is i could i could kind of see that actually he wants to always have the high ground but in order to keep the high ground he needs people to feel sorry for him and he refuses by all means yeah so he will twist things he will turn things he will change things to stay there that's very that's a very interesting take i've never thought of it like that that's what he did at the high lord meeting they confronted him about the winter court children well, I had to stand there and watch while the order was given. You don't think that pained me? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You stood yeah. there and watched 12 kids get slaughtered. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? You want them to feel bad for you. You want them who lost the children to feel bad for you because you stood there and watched her give the order. Yeah, yeah. And that was oh so hard for you. So interesting. I never thought of it like that. It's funny. It's funny how she writes her character. She's a very interesting writer. Like when how, it's all said and done. Like how how she writes Reese and she she thinks that he's perfect and then she writes Lucian and he's just a side piece. Yeah. And I'm like Lucian is the whole main character. He is Lucian is the main what? character. Sure, he's exactly. Literally, Lucian, but yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Because we can't. We both, like, oh. love him. Interesting. She, She's a fascinating writer. Like, I'm excited to see when it's all done. Like, if she comes out, like, I feel like she's going to do this. She's going to come out in her interviews and be like, gotcha. Like, you know, because there's going to be some crazy shit that goes down. I, we know that. I would literally lose my mind. Because I don't think she is that insightful into her own writing, unfortunately. Like we saw in her interview, oh, Tamlin, thank God he's over with. But he's not because you didn't write it that way. Like, what are you talking about? That's what I honestly, like, I cannot stand that about that. Like, fucking weird. She's playing us. She's either playing us or she's, like, truly, like, fuck Tamlin. I don't get it. I've never seen but like Rebecca like other writers like Jay Jay I mean I'm not familiar with Jay Law very much but um Rebecca Yaros they're like pretty straightforward like more and like I kind of like that a little bit more because I don't feel like yeah and then SJM is like oh he saved all these people in Aquar I'm gonna give him that little redemption arc and he's gonna save Reese and Feyre's gonna wish him happiness and then the next fucking book just rot here you don't deserve yeah. things and i don't care what Thera said to you and blah 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 like yeah what like unless <laughs> it's either like that's truly her ex and no matter what he's not getting a happy ending you know like fuck him but like it's like why would you write it that way like it's just weird to me why would you write it that way why would you introduce a spring court family in crescent city why would you have Lucian go back and try to revive, restore him? Like I've said this before, yeah. like it just makes no sense to me. But anyways, I have so many notes that I haven't gotten to yet. Okay, we let's do it. <laughs> um, so you mentioned in 
again, I was watching episode 13. Yeah. So you asked why Reese kept Lanthus in the prison instead of just killing him. Yeah. And I don't know why I didn't immediately catch that in the other thing, but I just didn't. But he couldn't kill Lanthus because they didn't have Gwydion. Duh. <laughs> Do you think that's what it was? Yeah. They can't Is kill the... Only- because I was telling you, like, he's definitely a Daglin. They a can't daglin. kill them without a made weapon. They didn't know any made weapons. They didn't know Truth Teller was. Man. And Nesta hadn't made, obviously, till Silver Flames, she hadn't made her swords. Ataraxia or whatever. So here's my thing. Reef had Ataraxia in his hand and the other one before he gave it to Nesta. Why did he just kind of like, I'm going to the prison? I don't think he had Ataraxia, did he? No, he did. No, 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 no. They only left the big one on his desk because Amor goes, "Don't touch it. Whatever you do, High Lord, don't touch the sword." Right? (laughs) No, they left all of them on his desk, and then Amor was like, "Yeah, it was all three because he like lifted. He's like, oh, this one's heavy. Oh, this one's this." Oh, uh, this one had this, and they pulled all three back, and it was and all Amber's like, "Don't unsheat them!" And they're like, "Hurry!" <laughs> the boys are like sitting games. there. I, ha- I like, have to say, I have to say that was like one of my favorite scenes because I could just like fucking... see them like sitting at a desk, like fucking Can around. You just fucking imagine them like on solstice, like trying to peek at their gifts and like not get caught. Oh. As much I have to say, as much as like I really as I have issues with Reese and I do love the bad boys. Like I like Cassian and Azrael are like everything to me. Everything. Like- I see. I like them as a unit, but as I've said before, I don't think Reese treats them equally. And I don't like that. Like he's always yeah. on Azrael's ass about shit. He is on as he's always on Azrael's ass, but he was, he was on Cassian's ass in silver flames a lot. Yeah. Because the threads <laughs> had to control Nesta somehow. <laughs> had to control her somehow. There are threads to be woven here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I do I do love that. But okay, I had a thought. Let's today. go to your other points. I had a thought today. What? And I was kind of proud of myself. So going back quite a few episodes. <laughs> If you remember how we were talking about how the spring and autumn court bloodlines mixed at one point. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think I think we were talking so, about it, yeah. And then we were talking about Eris and the smoke hounds and how Cassian was like, he's more like his smoke hounds than we thought, right? Right. So if the spring court bloodlines and the autumn court bloodlines mixed at one point through their mother's line, what if, if Lucian has the starborn, what if Eris is a bloodhound like Danica and Danica? <gasps> and what if that's how he knows no, Lucian isn't Baron? <laughs> yeah. But how did how did Cassian know that? 
But see, he's smarter than you give him credit for. No, well, he just said, well, maybe he's more like his smokehounds than we think. Like, he he was just guessing. Because... Oh, no. No. Because remember, because Mordok in that scene is sniffing for Ethan and... Was it Ethan and Rue? Or Cormac and Rue? It was... Yeah. Yeah. Them. Whatever. Sniffing. Yeah. And Eris sniffs the air. And he's like, she could come in, you know? Like, he could scent people. I'm fucking freaking out because that's such a good clue. <laughs> it makes so much sense if he only knows about it. And I was convinced, I was convinced that Tamlin's father's line were the, here he is, Dreadwolf. Thank you. Dreadwolf. It was a Dreadwolf, not Direwolf, Dreadwolf. So if a Dreadwolf <clears throat> and an Autumn Court person <laughs> so crazy can you imagine if that's eris's high lord's beast form is like a wolf like, like a, a wolf? like a just like a giant dread wolf well fucking cool fucking that'd be cool. cool but it's just in- <laughs> oh, <he's> a fucking- <laughs> i like did not I did not catch on to that until they said, and then we sniffing people. It. Come on, <laughs> it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And and what the fuck is he telling here? You don't know what I had to give to prevent him from coming to your city, and you don't know what I gave up to end our betrothal on no uncertain terms. He fucking what? works for Kier, I bet, as a bloodhound. He is. That's what's going on. Because what else would Eris? Because Eris wasn't nothing. Fury. Because Fury even said like people would want that kill. person to work for them. They would kill do all that. this shit for a blood. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, Eris is a fucking bloodhound. <laughs> fucking bloodhound. And I would bet you a hundred bucks Baron has no idea. <laughs> Baron has no fucking idea. They and like it just what, like, but what secrets does he have other than Lucian? What secrets? Oh, he has every secret. Well, my can thing you is, imagine what, what's going- can you imagine if Rune fucking comes? And Eris is like looking between him and Tamlin, like what the fuck is going on right now? What's going on? I'm gonna tell you something. If we're right, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> we, ha- I, and I'm so convinced of that. Like we have to be right. There's like no I'm question so, about it. I'm gonna be so mad. I just keep going back to like it's only an 800 page book, like Crescent City. <laughs> And it's going to be the fucking Asteri War, and it's going to be them in the dungeons being fucking tortured for 500 pages. And I'm like, you know what's, yeah. Mm. That sucks because I feel like in our minds, we're like blowing it up, and then we're going to be like so let so down. So let down. <laughs> I'm expecting like even, to be so let down. Yeah. Because like Iron Flame is fi- almost 1,500 pages. I didn't realize it was an 800 page book. 848 pages. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my anxiety is through the roof again. 
but like now I have to like like what the fuck does he know now I feel like there's clues that we didn't pick up with Eris but I don't I think we caught all of them honestly like what could he possibly because everyone's sorted out like the only one that's not sorted out even he was also in the room when Thanatos walked in that's what I was gonna say yeah holy shit I'm so excited (laughs) it was Thanatos like he might he might know that Resand is not who he says he is he um he might also fucking weird what is it is more is more not Kira's kid that's what I'm wondering here's my thing is more not Kira's kid or is Kira gonna try to overthrow Resand? And is going to use Eris being like, he's really a prince of hell or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Well, technically, Eris is allied with Reese, But he That's also true. is allied with Kier separately. Kier. So what is he going to do if that's the case? Just that line in Crescent City about like, if a royal's heritage... If a royal parentage comes into it, I was like, oh, fuck. Because it could literally be anybody. Literally could be anybody. It's funny because, like, I feel like we're going to see this with Lucian and with Rune. That's really... and like I want it to be Rune so bad. I want to be... You have no idea how right I want to (laughs) be. I'm telling you, so if bad. we're right, I'm splashing it everywhere. I'm good. I don't care. I'm going to put it on my Facebook. I'm gonna, I'll be like, I we was, called it first. I was, I was literally co- co- I copied and pasted my the Lauren theory and about how Tamlin's runes dad on this reel yesterday. And people were like, wow, like that's really cool. And what makes you think that? And I was like, the children's books and the text and this and that. And the next thing, and they're like, well, I think the starlight pool is something too. I'm like, it's the south portal where the one on Ramiel is the north portal because they have the north and south rifts the north and south portals come on has to be well absolutely and like also there's something to be said recent Hamlin like I know people were like like someone was saying to me Mm -hmm. the other day which blows my mind they were like they were never friends and I was like hold the they were friends they were they were really good friends they were friends very good friends it's it always they were rune and ethan i mean rune and tristan rune and tristan so but but i i'm just so intrigued that like we never hear Cass and asriel we never hear Cass and asriel say anything about tamlin nothing oh no they do they don't like tamlin they don't like tamlin but tamlin never says anything about that he never never says anything never that's why I'm like mentions their names. It's he never mentions them. Period. Nothing about Reese's family. It's nothing about more. Nothing about Amran. Nothing like nothing. Didn't even look at them during the cauldron scene. Didn't look at them during the meeting. Like what? What? It's sus. It's super it's sus. Super sus. And I just the thing with I don't know. I don't know like this like it still bothers me because I don't know if it's just a detail that like she said she had a bad memory that she just I don't know 
But just the fact that his father and brothers and him were, again, able to get into the night court undetected to kill Reese's family. It boggles my mind. I can't figure it out. It could could have been the starlight pool to Ramiel. Like I said, yeah. the fathers could have known about the portals. There's there's, there's those sure. weird red mountains yeah. in Valaris. Yeah. yeah. Blood it's weird. Spelled. It's like blood oath spelled. Yeah. Yeah. City. Oh, the whole no. thing about his fucking ancestor is weird. And yet we know nothing about Tamlin's. <laughs> it's I'm like so excited for the big reveal. It's gonna be amazing when she, like it's gonna be amazing when she does it, but it's also gonna suck so bad. So I mean she might not do it. She I'm might mad. I don't think she's going to, but it like so much she potential. Might. That's the thing, is like she Destroyed. can make this into the most like epic. <laughs> literally, <laughs> you literally tying the world together. I know. Rune being Lauren and Tamlin's fucking would mind blow people. Oh, like no one would guess it. No one would, would guess it. And we and the people that hate Tamlin and love oh. Rune. Oh. oh, I know. Oh, I want it oh. so bad. I want, I want so that. Bad. I want it more than anything. <laughs> oh, I'd be like amazed. I'd be like, that's that's baller. Dude, I will like, sell my baby. soul to you if you make this. <laughs> and also, I want the. First version of Akatar, the one that like Tamlin and Pharaoh were endgame. I want that too in there. I want to read it. I'm so mad. It's it was Akamath and Akawar that she well Akamath changed half of Akawar that she yeah. scrapped. And I fucking want the original versions. I just want to read it. Like I just want to know. I, I just sell that. It makes so much money. <laughs> I want them. Please, Sarah. Can you, can you just quit your job and get hired by Bloomsbury so that we can become editors there? Can <laughs> and I? Like, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Bloomsbury, can you just put me on the SJM team strictly? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't leak anything to anyone. Just Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to read that original manuscript. Oh my god. I would save for years if I could buy the fucking original. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, if I were her, I would sell it. Because it's like, here's the alternative version of what you guys are. I feel read. like she's the type of person where she just like shredded it. And I'm mad. And that just makes me mad. She is that type of... She's totally that type of person. Like the first draft of cc3 oh i totally tossed it out why sell the first versions make more money <laughs> apparently oh, uncut come on <laughs> akamath uncut akawar uncut come on i don't care if there's grammar issues i don't care if there's retcon <laughs> Please give it to me. <laughs> you know what sucks too is I was thinking about like when these authors come back and they like give us another chapter that they had originally cut out. Like Rebecca Yaros did that mm-hmm. with Iron Flame. I read it and I was like, 
Why the fuck would you cut these chapters? They're so good. See, that's the problem I have with my book. Like, I physically cannot get rid of anything. Don't cut. Don't cut any chapters. Why? Why is there a word limit? I want like, like I would cut your book in half. It's already too long. And I'm like, I think people like I, books. I like long books. Who doesn't like a long book? Like, I don't understand that. The more, the better. No. I'm never gonna be like I want a tiny little book I'm gonna be like I want fucking an encyclopedia on my desk about fairy smut <laughs> I don't know if you can see it oh you can't see it oh yeah you can so do you see uh where's my finger that book right there yeah that is thick it's called the it's called the absolute book and I forget what it's about but it sounded interesting <laughs> and it was very big so I bought it <laughs> well now you have to read it and tell us what it's about (laughs) yeah we'll have to do an absolute book episode (laughs) at some point we can buddy it i'll send you one great (laughs) it's it's still on sale for 5.99 on book outlet if you want to go snag it (laughs) i saw it last night i was looking through book outlet because that's what i do (laughs) oh i'll look at it (laughs) i do want to start reading blood nash soon though I can't believe you haven't read that yet. I know. I'm like so excited to start it. I flew through it. I, and there's, I tell everybody this. There's so many twists and turns. I couldn't keep them straight. <laughs> Good. I don't, I, I don't like remember half of what I read. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, I know what happened. But I don't know what happened. Um, she does. Th- Jennifer Armentrout actually pulled an SJM in, I think it's book two. Oh. And one. It was not a good scene. Well, it was the equivalent of Feyre and Reese <laughs> fucking among their dying. That's one of my least favorite scenes. It's Poppy it's so and ick. Cass doing it in a carriage, like a horse-drawn carriage, <laughs> next to like a fucking corpse that they just killed. Oh, Jay! Oh, man! I know. Like the war is just ending, or the battle is just ending, and they like killed the person in the carriage and then they were like yeah let's fuck i'm like what are you doing guys what are you doing i'll give you a little more leeway little more leeway because i like you more than reese but come on i was like i'm trying to understand like why someone would write that scene like or like why the characters would act that way and is it is it because it's like they just survived a war together and they're like i'm so grateful for you yeah pretty much but then see that makes me mad because the phasian people will say oh yeah that's kind of cringy but then they will literally blast tamlin for kissing her in the dark room under the mountain I, it blows my fucking bugs the fuck out of me. Why Tam- Tamlin is the most benign? Like even like he bites her on the neck, and they're like, "Red." Oh my god! I was fighting with someone about that earlier. 
I'm like, you guys are like, you want to talk that. sexual assault? He fucking <laughs> bitter. And I was like, you mean when she was like moaning and then writhing against him and he had to say no for the rest of the night because he was too high on his feral magic that he actually could re- refrain? Not to mention, they say about 500 times how he's not the Tamlin she knows. I like, I Can't. cannot get over that. That all of that all of it i can't what and it's like i don't understand their minds i don't i don't understand it because like i i want to be a phase supporter so bad like i want to be like one of these like followers where they're like i hate tamlin but every time i read it rubs me the wrong way i can't i can't deal with them because it's not that they're so pro phase it's that they're so pro double fucking standard yeah that's what it is and it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because you can't call tamlin an abuser and not call resand an abuser like it's just it's exactly exactly it bothers me it bothers me and then them saying that oh well the spring court wouldn't have been destroyed if tamlin didn't make those choices and she was only exposing that he was a bad person yes like that's not how daimati magic works you literally have to twist someone's mind. Well, that, but like also, I don't know. They always say they're concerned about our judgment. I'm like incredibly concerned about the world that people think like this. Yes. Like if this is how you feel like yes. it's okay to dish out like retribution and revenge on people because someone, because you perceived someone as wronging you your perception and it's not even the truth i mean that should terrify everybody so this person's second because of course they can't just end with one argument this person's second argument was well Farah or Farah was harmed by by tamlin because of his anger issues and he you know yeeted her across a room and all this stuff and i go yeah yeah i was like first of all she didn't get yeeted anywhere okay (laughs) i love it but i was like i love so i started i was like i love when people bring up tamlin's anger issues because then i can bring up resan's anger issues you just gave me license to do so so let's go through it shall we gets me but she like Let's go through it, like, okay? I hate you. You're awful. I know. Let's go through it. I think she probably blocked me after because I have not <laughs> But I was like, okay, Farah is mad because his childhood pred- predator c- cursed his court and is trying to kill the love of his life, okay? Farah comes back and she's like, look at me. Pay attention to me. I'm so traumatized. Why the fuck are you leaving me here alone? Why are you going to fight monsters? Like, did Lucian not explain that unity for this court was pertinent during this hard yes. time? He was fighting monsters to keep you safe, bitch. Yes. So, yes, he blew up at her because she was being fucking obnoxious. I don't blame him for blowing up at her. Yeah. Do I blame him for hurting her not really he didn't purposely hurt her 
It was the intent. The intent yeah. was not malicious. No. And he immediately an apologized, immediately yep. ran over to her. It's not yep. like that's what you get. Like he was not like that at all. The second time he blew up, she planned to make him blew up, blow up in Akawar. Again, she poked and prodded until he blew up and hurt her. And she was like, yeah, poor me. Because she wanted everyone to turn against him. I go, those are the only two scenes where you see his anger. And it's his magic blowing up. I go, let's go over resands, shall we? Shall we? Under the mountain. It started immediately with him twisting her bone. Yeah. Or twisting the bone that was impaled in her arm. Because she refused to make the bargain with him. And then once she was in blinding pain, she was like, I guess I have no choice but to make this bargain with you. To possess her for the sole reason of angering Tamlin. Getting revenge on Tamlin. Possessing his girl for a week, a month, or whatever the fuck it was. Right? Number one. And then we have in Akamath, him refusing using to let her talk about what he did to her under the mountain yeah that's true turning the room cold and dark and getting all grumpy and we'll discuss this later which it was never discussed later because he didn't allow her to bring it up we got him crying over his own trauma and they were kissing his tears away disgusting (laughs) and then (laughs) i hated that so much i'm like so instead of helping her you're going to play the victim. Okay, sure. I'm not buying it. But anyways, moving on. Okay. Then we have him toting her around like a whore in fucking the Court of Nightmares. He Sorry. wanted them to see her as his whore. Here calls her a whore and he mutilates his arm. <laughs> mutilates it. It was mush. It was a bag of blood. It was mush. He mushified his arm. <laughs> yeah. With his powers. How dare he talk about you like that? That was your whole fucking thing. Goal. That was the goal. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then we all know how he treated Nesta. Oh, I know. With the whole get her out of this city or I'm going to fucking kill her. What? <laughs> what? Your mate's <laughs> sister, who's she's, which to Feyre's credit, she has been telling you to back the fuck off. Yeah. Because it's not for you to deal with. Yeah. It's like she's not even like your family. <laughs> it blows my mind. Annoying. Annoying. <laughs> and then we have the bonus chapter. Where he threatens Asriel's life. Because God forbid they share a fucking forbidden kiss. Which I didn't want that to happen. But am I going to say he deserves to be tortured for this? No. (laughs) No. Don't make me punish you. What? And also, who's going to torture your torturer? I was going to say. That's actually a very valid point. Asriel's like, yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, like, what do you try? Yes. <laughs> Fucking coward. Do it yourself. <laughs> but crazy. Reese has, Reese has way more anger issues than Tamlin. Yeah, 
I actually, I agree with that. I love everything you just said, like a hundred percent. Hello. Hello again. Hello again. We're back. <laughs> we are back. We it's another back. late night and we're filming again. I got the night off. So it's a little bit of a treat that we get to film two nights in a row. It is a treat. That's right. Because we didn't get to film Saturday. You were busy no. Saturday. So I did. I swapped shifts with somebody. So they didn't have to twist my arm very hard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Have the shift. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. You want to like, work for me? Heart, Fine. Heartbeat. Go Take ahead. <laughs> Weirdo. But anyways. I wish I wish I had coworkers like that that just like wanted to take my shift. I would have to like beg and like incentivize someone to take my shift for me. Yeah. When I used well, to like work do, bedside. We can do swaps whenever we want, which is pretty good. You're so you're so lucky. Like we could do swaps, but it was like, yeah. do you have people willing to swap with you? And it sounds yeah. like you have well, like Well, there's there's help. five of us. There's five dispatchers, so you know. All right. Um, I have a couple little tiny points. So I said that Eris is a bloodhound, like Mordok and Danica. Um, I and made a I note here that I absolutely love that theory. It makes so much sense. It does make sense. Yeah, it makes like, a lot of sense. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> because we were like, well. Well, I was thinking that Tamlin was from Mordok because he has, like, the claws and everything. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have just been that, like, the shifters and the autumn court, again, mixed at some point. <laughs> and then right. Lady Autumn's line? I don't know. <laughs> Lady Autumn has a lot of secrets, too. The whole autumn court has she a has lot of secrets. She has so many secrets. It's The whole it's autumn weird. court. The whole entire autumn court just we need more we need to know their secrets I know I like can't tell if she if there are secrets or if she's just like really a vague court do you know what I mean I don't think she would because she brought an heiress but I'm not quite sure I hope that she does something with the autumn court well you have Lady A and Helian and then you have heiress and you have Lucia I mean there's like a lot of like Content. And who, what are the names of the other brothers? <laughs> Not that it particularly matters. Which but... still, it kind of bothers me. Like, I kind of want to know the two other brothers that survived. I know. Because there's, so it's, it's uh, Aris, three more. the two there's brothers, and then Lucian, right? There's three more brothers, and, Lu- and Lucian and Eris. So wait. Because there were seven. Okay, that's what I thought. So, oh, so there's. Okay, okay. There's three running around. I'm not going to go off on a tangent because, you know, I could talk about that forever. There's three brothers that we don't know their names. Yeah. Yeah. And I keep wondering, like, I don't know if Eris would be, like, cruel enough to kill them unless unless they went after Lucian again, like, after he pardons him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how she's going to take care of that little problem. I don't either. And I think it's really weird. Like, it's weird to me that they're so hell-bent on, like, killing him. Like, I understand it, but, like, t- it's been years. Like, can't we just, like, let it go? And it doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like, oh, like, they want to kill him. It Yeah. So my 
my thing with that is that I don't think they they probably don't really know that he's not Baron's, and they just know that he's super powerful. Yeah, because like again, Lucian's like, Lucian's like, you know, is that why they did their best to break and kill me? Like, they kind of know something's up yeah. with Lucian. <laughs> you know, yeah. they wouldn't. Yeah, I, they they don't think I'd be foolish enough to kill the up the long list of heirs. <laughs> No, you would not. That's what I mean. He's the youngest. Well, and what's so funny to me is that, like, the magic picks. So even if, like, they wanted that seat, like, the magic picks. So I'm, I'm not quite sure I understand that. You I know? wonder if they saw him glow or something when he was little. And, like, yeah. they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, or maybe, do you know, maybe everybody knows that he's Helians, and so they're just like, you're the bastard of the family, we're going to kill you. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I know it's because he's powerful, but maybe there's more to it. Maybe. But that was just <sighs> that little thing. Um, <laughs> I had two other little notes. So going back to Moore and Ianthe real quick. Circling back real quick. I love that. <laughs> to Valahan. Yes. So, Moore bought her place in Valahan 300 years ago, and then I put, same time Ianthe's family did, question mark. I don't know where I got that from, but <laughs> I must have read something. No, that's that's really interesting. I didn't even um, think about that. Like, I have to look it up. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, maybe it was under Ianthe's wiki. Um, was it? I, I feel like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It? Yes. Okay. It was on the wiki. Found so it. it says. So it wasn't particularly that, but it made it seem like that. It says around 300 years ago, she becomes the youngest of the 12 high priestesses and her father had sensed trouble coming and packed up Ianthe and her two younger sisters fled to Valahan. And then lived there for 50 years with while their people were butchers, butchered and enslaved. So it's kind of, was it 300 years ago or was it 50 years ago? Yeah, that doesn't sound like that was very consistent. Okay. But I find it interesting that she became a high priestess 300 years ago and more bought her place in Balahan 300 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's very And don't the high priestesses actually. travel around? Or they did. They Here. hail from particular courts, but they travel around. They do travel around. Mm-hmm. That's what that note was. Because I was like, why does it say 300 years ago? But then it says 50 years ago. Yeah, no, I'm re- I'm literally found the quote, page yeah. 42. So it was 50 years I don't ago. See, I don't see the 300 years ago anywhere. Like, not in this particular one. Um... I wonder if the wiki might be wrong. Uh, was the 300, 300 years, ago, years ago she became the youngest of the 12 high priestesses that's what it says okay okay so maybe that it was just that yeah so anyway i guess i was wrong that was that Interesting. <laughs> i was like 300 years ago they bought their places 300 years ago at the same, it time. The same time it was the same time but it was the same but time that she became a high priestess which is still kind of fishy well, it doesn't negate the fact that they both went to Valahad. So, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, the, your theory still definitely can hold merit because they were like, both it's, there at some point. Right. It's like sketch to me that they were both there at the same point. Like yeah. how much, how big is Valhan truly? Like for Faye, I'm sure it's not that big. I don't know. Yeah, I'm how. thinking it's like a county, like a. Right. Like a bunch of little towns, maybe all together. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Like, like, of course, sure. like Boston, like, but like where I live, like Boston is a bunch of towns yeah. in like a county in a city or whatever, city. Yeah. County. And like, it would make sense that that would be around the time that like Nianthe's trying to get with Reese or whatever. Right. Cause like mm-hmm. she has that connection through more and maybe more brought her and like, that's kind of what happened. I don't know. Oh, I see, see, when did she go visit Reese? Yeah. Was it right yeah. after she became a high priestess? That's what that's because he I'm did saying, say like... that he did say that she was taught by her um less or her more cunning high priestesses. The more devilish ones she was. I don't know. By. So there's that. <laughs> so I still think, yeah, I still think that for sketch. Because again, she just had no real motivation to fuck with them at all. well it's like it's weird to me that she would be like i'm gonna try to have a baby with recent i mean maybe it's not because he's technically the most powerful high lord but to me and the fact that like how did she get in and like why would yeah. he even entertain that like that's yeah how did she get like get out of my court? like how how are people getting into your court that you can't detect how would right like how are they getting into your court how is she getting into your bedroom and your, your literal bed? like, house how does she know where that is unless she's unless she's like unless there's like a solstice what like a solstice party and like more brought her to your townhouse and she like crept into his bed that's like how i imagine weird. it happening i don't know yeah but he was like get out of my house and get out of weird my... yeah get out of my court like how are they getting in and if, if everything is so warded yeah it's so weird How, that's what i mean it's like the, the second occurrence of like somebody getting into the night court when like they shouldn't be there mm-hmm. weird and i can't tell if that's an sjm just overthought yeah oversight yeah. very possible like she just need needed it for the plot but yeah, yeah. Sense. we might be reading too much into it but still even yeah. if we are it's like inconsistent you know <laughs> inconsistent there you go um and then i said that before we brought up how reese was nose blind to tamlin's glamoring power and going back to how i thought the little patch of darkness was cormac i said if cormac is of moore's bloodline and not asriel's what if she just couldn't detect his because it's the same bloodline? It's like her same magic. Could be. Where was the patch of darkness again? When she was it going to Valahan. That's the right, thing that that's was watching right, her? When she's riding on her. Yeah. How she's like, I, I, I couldn't see or sense anything. It was just like watching. Like, she couldn't, she, like, shot out her magic, and she's like, I couldn't sense anything weird. Why why would it register as weird if it's your 
magic, like your bloodlines magic, right? It would just seem familiar. Right. You wouldn't, it wouldn't raise any alarms. So what makes you feel like it's Cormac though? Well, it was like shadowy and weird. And I don't know. I feel he's not dead. And I think I told you like the, the way he entered Rune's house and the way that he has to be some sort of world walker. I think he was staking out Prithian and I think he's looking, I think that, I think that he's connected to Reese and Moore's line and Azriel's line, like I said, through his mother and his father, yeah. because I think that Reese is connected mm-hmm. to obviously more by his, I don't know, father and Azriel by his mother. So I think Cormac has links okay. to both of them too. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like if that's true, he might have powers from like all of their lines. Like he might be really good at like glamoring or hiding stuff like Reese or like I said, he might have some sort of shadow magic. Like as, like we know he's basically a shadow singer like Asriel, but more also has yeah. that dark roiling yeah. power like, you know. And what if he was also I know. a seer like Reese's mom? And that's why he- But faked- he didn't show any seer traits, though. Did he? Did he not? He predicted I his own death. He- See, do you feel like you predicted or do you feel like he was like suicidal? Like he's like, I'm going to make this happen. You know what I mean? No, Hello. no, I don't think he was suicidal at all. I think he definitely missed Sophie, but I don't think he was suicidal. Because Therian was like, Therian was like, oh shit, like, he was like, oh shit, like he didn't plan to make it out alive. Like he knew he wasn't going to make it out alive. I think he knew that that was going to happen and he found a way to not die, but I don't know, go through his shadows or go through a gate when they think he's dead. I think he's in Prithian because, as I said before, he's literally their only hope aside from Bryce. What is Bryce? I like do? love it. There's I actually... nobody, nobody from her world in the Akatar world to help her out. Cormac was supposed to marry her, and then they literally made up and they became friends, and he taught her how to winnow. right <laughs> like right. he taught her all this shit and he's like well maybe you have this kind of power or maybe you have this kind of power and maybe you can train and see if you have this kind of power and it's like Cormac what the fuck do you know dude yeah how much magic yeah. do you I know about say, <laughs> I know I have to say that if Hunt wasn't in the picture, I would actually kind of root for Cormac and Bryce. I liked Cormac. He's I love Cormac. He's a really good character. And he, he's not as big of a jerk reminds, as, a, as he like, ever makes him out to be. He's the heiress of the series, and I will say that forever. He's the heiress of the series. Yeah. Um, yeah, where everyone's like, oh, he's a dick, oh, he's a dick. But he really didn't show that he was a dick. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit of an asshole the first scene that he was in, but and yeah (laughs) like you know um yeah but see the thing with the ordeal always gets me 
because they had to somehow get to the island where the sword was. I feel like that fucking island was the island off of the off of the night court. The, I, I thought about that. I, I thought about that too. And I was like, that's an interesting little. Because didn't they say that Cormac winnowed them there? Because Rune can't winnow. I, okay, let's see. Rune can't winnow. I think they world boxed there. And I told you, I think the twins are Azriel's stepbrothers. I actually agree with that. I think the twins are his stepbrothers too. But the problem is, is that it's like, how are they connected with the timing? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. Well, again, SJM doesn't. There's no way. Well, SJM doesn't really mention Azrael's family ever. I think that was her way of keeping it vague. But that's what, see, okay. I guess maybe that's why I was forgetting and not really remembering because I thought like for some reason I don't feel like we were given much information about Azrael's family like I was under the impression that they weren't around anymore oh they're like I, I don't know why they were like they so, are even the dad still yeah so the so basically the dad was married to this married I guess to the stepmother and then he raped Azrael's mom for whatever fucking reason power trip or something she had Azriel. he, he raped took- her yeah he took Azriel. what book her. was this again i have to read this again this was akamath right i'm pretty sure it was akamath he took okay. Azriel from her at some point i'm assuming like after he was weaned or whatever and the stepmother fucking hated him obviously because he wasn't her kid so she's like throw him in the fucking dungeon and they just threw him in the fucking dungeon for like 11 years and the stepbrothers were awful to him because their mother hated him. And then they did the whole experiment with fire on his hands. And he was only allowed to see his mother. And then back into the dungeon. And he couldn't fly or anything. Like, he wasn't given permission to fly or anything. <laughs> and then after they went through, you know, training and the blood right or whatever, and they were grown up. Reese said that they, him and Cassian went and tracked down his brothers because of what they did to him. And they broke, he, they broke their legs. <laughs> they like, t- they, they broke their fucking legs. <laughs> they like tortured them. I love broke it. Their legs. And I love then, it. and then Reese is like, and I broke into their minds to see if they knew anything about Azrael's power, but they didn't know anything. So we just left them there. <laughs> So they're alive. They, you know what? He they, he even said like, oh, eventually they healed. But like, eventually. <laughs> so. Um, I think it's super sus too. Like, I understand the stepmom hated him, but like the fact that they like locked him away, like they were almost In a afraid dark of him. Dungeon. Or were they trying to get his power to manifest? Sorry, I have to eat. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I actually, I don't know if you saw my post on the, on the Aleutian and Gwynriel site the other no. day. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Though so I said, imagine this. Little baby Az sees his mom an hour week. That's what it was. Yeah. 
Little baby Az sees his mom an hour a week, and every time she holds him close and sings to him, when he's forced back into the cold, dark dungeon, every time he's at his most scared, he starts to sing the songs that his mom sings to him. Eventually, he began to sing to the darkness and the shadows as if they were his friends, until one day they were. I fucking love it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I love Azrael. He's such a, he's a good character. So Even like, we don't know much. We so, so is that like a now. manifestation power? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool if it was. Or like, did his mom know like he was going to be a shadow singer? I don't think his mom knows. really knew anything because her his mom, I mean, we didn't see her in canon, but I mean, we know she's alive. We know the dad's alive, the stepmother's alive, and the brothers are alive at this point because Reese didn't say that they killed them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Where's they didn't the know anything about like, his why? powers. But I want. Why haven't we heard about the dad? I know a lord of Illyria, but that's the that's son of a lord. Right I so I also want to point me. out. Well, I want to point out that Tamlin, Lucian, and Azriel are all the youngest sons of lords or high lords. So what's up with that? And they're all super powerful. It's weird. Like, why are the youngest kids being given them given the most power? (laughs) Because Azrael's brothers again had no idea about his powers. And I want to know. I want to know, like, what made. We don't know how old the brothers were when they lit him on fire, but what made them decide? Like, yeah, let's see how oil and this kid's hands fare. Like, what logic was that? Like, what? That never made sense to me. There's, there's more to the story. There has to be. I feel like there was. Dad it you must have said something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they overheard. Yeah. They heard. Something. They heard. Yeah. Because because they didn't. I mean, the dad wasn't there. Reese checked the brothers' minds, and they didn't know anything. That doesn't mean the dad didn't know anything. Totally. They. That's what I think. I think they heard something from the dad. Like, oh, he's a shadow singer. I could see it. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then they were like, let's try and set this off. Let's try and see what we can do. I don't know. Like fire, though, which only reminds me of fucking Cormac. He's a shadow singer with fire powers. Yeah. Which also reminds me of Keltane, which I think I've brought up before from Todd. No, I haven't read. I just read Throne of Glass and... I only read her wiki. I only read like two and a half books. But Haltane in Throne of Glass, it was like super sad, like wrongly accused. What did you find out about Haltane? Because I don't know anything about her besides that. Um, So basically she was infected by a Valg. And so then she had shadow fire. Which, which is an opposite of Sunfire, which I think Lucian has. Because <laughs> he's day court and autumn court. So she had Shadow, Shadow Fire. Fire. 
I think that's what they called it, like Shadowfire or something. And it was like this really powerful fire magic or whatever. And she like went, as far as I know, she like went into the palace, I guess, with like everyone who had wronged her or whatever and literally burned them all to death. I love it. Like with herself. She like burned the place down with herself in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So Caltaine might not be dead then, right? Like Cormac, <laughs> right? I hope Cormac's not dead. I think he's. I think he's dead. So Caltaine, um, it says, hair color raven black, eye color night black, because she was taken over by a Valg. By a Valg, yeah. Um, she was eighteen plus. Um. Came from a line of powerful magic users that seemingly disappeared two generations ago. When she was a child, okay, so she possessed the fire magic. When she was a child, she possessed fire magic, and she remembers the golden fire until it was suppressed by the king's spell. She was um, confined in a dungeon. So, this is interesting. Yeah, Crown of Midnight, it says, Caltaine was still in the dungeon during the events of Crown of Midnight with nothing more but a bucket and a pallet of hay. So this already kind of seems like Azrael, right? I was just going to say, she was half mad from opium withdrawals and her long confinement, constantly complaining of flapping wings and headaches. Flapping wings and headaches? What? (laughs) What? but the headaches like what (laughs) this these might have also resulted from duke parrington using his powers on her is duke parrington asriel's dad duke parrington was a piece of shit so that definitely Mm -hmm. could be the case the guards were known to turn a blind eye when parrington visited her what if Caltaine is Azrael's fucking mom? I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say uh, that. Holy but shit! <laughs> holy shit! Thing though, I, I thought the Duke of Parrington. I need to go back and read it. I thought he was killed. I don't. No, maybe not. I'll. I'll check. No, he was not. He she was began. Not she began she to suspect not. what Parrington wanted her for. Not for her to be his wife, but for something else. Keltane told, told Selena that something was coming and she was to greet it. Being a mom? <laughs> then out of pity, Selena the, gave the her bow. a cloak to keep warm in the cold cell. Not long after, she was taken away by Parrington under the pretense that he would marry her. Keltane... <laughs> Queen of Shadows, Caltaine was seen to be enslaved to Duke Parrington, who had bonded her with a Valg demon. So, the people saying that Az is part Valg, Manon Blackbeak noted that she I... appeared lifeless, displaying no outward emotions or reactions to her surroundings, calling her a shell and a weapon. She Man- Manon contemplated attacking Parrington just to see Caltaine's reaction. During her staying in Marath, she was probably sexually abused, by at least both Duke Parrington, a.k.a. Erewhon, and Vernon Loken. 
She eventually managed to kill the Valg inside her by lulling it into a false sense of security and pouncing on it, burning it away with her shadow fire. Manon and Elise yeah, yeah, came across her during their escape, and she extracted the word key from her arm, telling Elise to give it to Selena as thanks for a warm cloak in the cold cell. She subsequently destroyed much of Marath using her shadow fire and not wanting to live with what had been done to her. She burned herself to ashes in the process. I don't believe that. <laughs> she is fucking Azriel's mom. She, she has, has to, to be. be. She was also strong-willed, pale skin, narrow waist, enhanced by tight corsets, long raven black hair, and night dark eyes. And you they used to describe her in Throne of Glass as like absolutely beautiful. Like she was like stunning, which would kind yeah. of follow with Azrael being like a very handsome. And I know that everyone assumes that Azrael's mom is Illyrian, but what if she wasn't? Maybe only his dad was Illyrian. But the Duke of Pennington was not Illyrian to my knowledge. But I've only read two and a half books. I don't I mean, know. I mean, he might whole. not be. Caltaine despises whole hours. See, that just sounds like Cassian, but I mean, Azriel also hates the spring court, so. That's true. She has an opium addiction. She was one of the few in the palace who knew that Lillian was Selena, Adderlin's assassin. Like, this sounds like she could be Azriel's mom. I would agree with that, actually. And if she see that pulled up in his house in Rose Hall, and he only visits her during solstice and stuff, like how fucked up is she? Well, that's what, that's really sad that he only visits her during solstice. What well, as far as we know, the rest of the time. As far as we know, yeah. True, true, yeah. true, true. And, like, she was 18 at the time. They would look the same age, pretty much. Yeah. Super young. Super young. Super young. Oh! We, I, we have to retalk. I'm, like, five pages in to Crown of Midnight, so. Ah. Uh, After Iron Flame, I'm going to, like, dive into that. Okay, so. Uh, the Duke of Pennington, Duke Pennington, a.k.a. Duke of Marath, was formerly human and then he was also infected by Valk so what was his Valk power did he have wings it doesn't say interesting it doesn't say um physical description uh, said to be a large man he has obsidian eyes and thinning red hair he also has a sandy mustache and meaty hands <laughs> gross gross that's so gross and, uh, um it also says um parrington's status is currently unknown as erewhon i guess he's the same person or maybe that's the valg that infects him later appears to manon as a handsome young man with golden hair it is possible that erewhon simply changed his shape but the body still belongs to parrington shapeshifter interesting wait wait there were two <laughs> big things is it a host body or is he a shapeshifter i'm confused so the valg infected him and the valg okay. could change shape 
the valve that infected him can change so he could change pennington's shape interesting but also young man with golden hair that also sounds like apollyon and lanthus Watch them all be the same person. That would be Apollyon, Lanthus, Erewhon, <laughs> Azrael's dad. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, well, if it would if, make sense if Erewhon could change his shape, like, hmm, okay, so, hmm, that's what Erewhon looks like. With shadows swirling around him. It would track when Az was like, they know what I am in the prison. Like, they know. So he's Valg. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe Reese isn't Valg, like we thought, or the Prince of Hell. It's everyone. Everyone thinks it's Az, but... I don't think he's a prince of hell. I think Reese would be the prince of hell, but I do think maybe Azriel has some Valg, Daglin, whatever in him because he has to be. This has to be Azriel's parents because, like, didn't it say that he was own relatives? Dorian was now his, I'm like I want to read Dorian what? was his second cousin Dorian Habiliards was, was their second cousins everyone so Reese, thinks that Reese's family is from the, I they're fucking cousins <laughs> but like do, does Reese seem like a descendant of Dorian and Manon I no I mean I don't think so because Manon was a witch like yeah I don't yeah but I know I see, I've seen that a lot on the internet that like people think that Dorian is like somehow distantly related to him yeah but Maeve Maeve sounds exactly like Reese so that's exactly why I'm, like, off Exactly. But also, Asriel can sense things that others can't. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Hmm. So, another little possibility, which I just thought of, what if Asriel was so traumatized by being an outcast as a little kid that he actually gave himself Illyrian wings. How would he do that? Because if he's part Valg and his father was a shape-shifting Valg. Yeah. And that's why he wanted to train Feyre because they were shape-shifted wings. They weren't actual wings. Mm. Interesting. I kind of like where you're like, like that would be very like interesting little. Um, like maybe he remembers, maybe he doesn't because he was so little. But maybe so he tiny. literally just looked at his 
Maybe his stepmother was Illyrian. And therefore his okay. stepbrothers were Illyrian. And he was all like being yeah. treated differently or whatever. And he's like, I want to be like everyone else. And like, just like how he manifested his shadows. What if he manifested his wings? His wings. <clears throat> and that's why he has you the biggest funny? wingspan. Because <laughs> he's like, I want to beat all of them. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I would if he love that. Part shape shifting Val could have done that. So also, it kind of makes me think of like the Bone Carver. You know what I mean? Because like they Reese and Feyre, when Pharaoh's looking at him, it was like a boy with no mm-hmm. wings who was very handsome. I was like, maybe he was showing baby Asriel. Like, maybe they don't know he's part Val. The or only whatever. thing, the only thing I have with that is the blue eyes. Oh, that's right. That's what throws me off. But if he can shape shift, can he, he change, change his eye color? I am like, I'm like, uh, what is I with wish that we boy? had so much more with Asriel. <laughs> But there was a scene in Akashi where hmm, Nesta and Azriel are sitting at the table. Do you remember this? And they just kind of look at each other. And it's like power to power, like they had this understanding of one another. And I'm like, hmm, he's not hmm. blocking from her cauldron power. Hmm. Hmm. Like, I see you, I see you. <laughs> I liked that scene. I kind of love that. It kind of raised some flags. I was like, what is there to understand between one another? They, like, they're both different in their own ways, which also is like a mirror to Amran and Feyre when she's like, something different made. How they're both like we're both That's different, true. right? Yes. Yeah. Because this would there. So this actually has a little more merit because the only shapeshifter, like actual shapeshifter, not just High Lord, is Tamlin. Like his right base power is shapeshifting, right? And right. Rigelis said, a select few in your world <laughs> can shapeshift. So who the fuck else if not Azriel? I love that you caught that. A select few. It, it's not just Tamlin. Unless he's meaning the High Lords. Because the High Lords can shapeshift... Tamlin does it the easiest because that's his main thing, but they can all do it. They just don't like to do it for some reason. But the High Lords are more than a few. There's seven of them. A few is like three, four. I mean, I would say, like, if I would say select few because it's like seven compared to like yeah. the millions of Fae, you know, like that's a select but he was, few. But he was specifically talking about like, actual fae with like animal forms not beast forms because he says animal mm. forms remember because okay. he okay. was talking about the tog fae 
And then he said, and then a select few in your world. So Azrael could have an animal form, but also Azrael could have an animal form. But it also makes me think of like Elaine having an animal form. Can Elaine shapeshift into a fawn? As knows a lot about Elaine that he's not saying. I think that's part of their connection, actually. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I think he knows secrets about her that he's not telling and I don't think she's comfortable telling and I think that's part of their whole trust thing yeah like maybe that's their whole thing it's so funny because didn't Elaine ask questions in I don't know if it's Aquarius or Silver Flames about shape-shifting she pointed it to I can't remember who it was do you remember that I don't remember that Elaine said something like, I think it was to Amarin mm. in Akawar about being able to change her form. Mm. Now I gotta find it. Huh. Yeah, find it. Yeah. But it also then, sus. but also then, Azrael's super sus of Amarin. Is it because she knows? Knows what? That they can. About uh, him? which reminds me of fury and danica i know something dangerous but dangerous about her she knows something dangerous about me (laughs) but but also it's just like what would be considered dangerous like to get them in trouble you know what i mean yeah and we never (laughs) learned what was so dangerous about fury which again i think she's half hysteria half princess of hell as we've gone over but yeah the shape the elaine (laughs) elaine (laughs) i'm looking right now i'm looking right now because she's a fucking seer and what has she seen and it, it also goes back to who the fuck did she see crying in her dream i know was it Azriel's mom? Was it Reese's sister? They all think I'm dead. Like, everyone thinks she's dead. So maybe it wasn't yeah. Azriel's mom, but but everyone from the Throne of Glass world would think Caltaine is dead, right? If they're still alive somewhere. Because a lot of people do think that the Throne of Glass world is still currently going oh i do they're not i don't think they're dead they can't they can't be there's no way i'm telling you she won't do that but if there's all these descendants they would be old enough to be dead or the yeah they like the whole tamlin is an ash river (laughs) and the whole horse and shit (laughs) he has to be he does have the eyes he does have the eyes i will admit that yeah yeah where is this she did say something Uh, suspicious i don't remember the line but she did say something suspicious i know and i'm trying i think it was akawar like i think they were like sitting it was when she was still kind of like catatonic like not catatonic Catatonic. like kind of like depressed comatose (laughs) comatose um change shape 
Let me see. Hmm. Hmm. I'm looking up like different keywords. I know, me too. <laughs> change shape, change form, shapeshifter. Um Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, you know what? I should be looking up Elaine, not Amarin. Hold on. Oh, there's Elaine's gonna come up with so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just I fucking love their mate bond. I know I go to Lucian all the time, but her eyes were the brown of a fawn's coat and he could have sworn something sparked in them as she met his gaze. I fucking love that because it just proves like Winriel are mates too. And I fucking Well, and the words, yeah, like the sparked. word spark. All of them sparked. Oh. Did you find it? No. Hmm. Hmm. Although, <laughs> during the tie that says a goat-legged fawn bearing what looked to be a basket of mushrooms patiently waited to be invited to approach the dais. Interesting. I'm telling you, we're so Juniper. close. Juniper? Yeah. Hmm. They have to be. I didn't know there were fawn fairies. I did not remember that. I did not remember that either. Huh. I pulled my hand from his as he motioned to the goat-legged fawn to approach at last. Huh. And also the fact that the book called <laughs> called Elaine the Trembling Fawn. Fanged beast and trembling really fawn. Weird. That was Nesta and Elaine. I thought it was really weird. She was always the trembling fawn. I'm like, what? What in the world is this? Like, where is this coming from? But mm -hmm. if she's a shape-shifting fawn. <laughs> but then, like, the bone carver said Nesta is new as a fawn and ancient as the sea. Mm -hmm. And then... And then the surreal. Thrice now we have met. Thrice now you have hunted for me. This time you sent the trembling fawn to find me. I did not expect to see those doe eyes peering at me from across the world. Across the world. The world! Where were you? Serene! Where have you been traveling? But also... I say that all the time. Sorry. <laughs> That's no, I love it. Most, but also... But I also um, Elaine mentions seeing... Or visiting a older, wiser fae. Yeah, who the fuck is that? It's Koshi. It's got to be Koshi. Koshi slash the astronomer? Yeah. Yeah, which is very concerning to me because she probably has no idea, like, she's being trapped. Mm. Yes. I uh, cannot find this for the life of me. I can't find it either. It's really weird, but, like, I know for a fact... We're going to find it, like, when we're not even filming. We're just going to be through, looking through stuff, and we're going to find it. I know. 
I can't even find the older, wiser Faye thing. Um, also, um, the way that Vasa is described. Hmm. She reminds me of um, Bryce and Ember. Really? Her unbound hair was a reddish gold, thick dark lashes and brows framing the most stunningly blue eyes I've ever seen, aside from her blue eyes. Her freckled skin a golden brown and gleaming. Young feeling, cultish, fierce and untamed despite her curse. She has blue um, eyes. That that was always weird to me because red hair and blue eyes is very rare, even in yeah. our world. Yeah. The so the blue eyes are either the summer court or the winter court, but I think her blue eyes are described more like the summer court and golden brown skin. That would kind of go with that. But then yeah. also the reddish gold hair. Yeah, and the freckles. Reminds me of Bryce. It sounds like Bryce. It does sound like Bryce a lot, especially, and Bryce has, like, kind of gold, like, tan skin. Yeah. Um, is it an Akawar that she said, or in, um, or in Akasif? That only hmm. says that. I don't know. I cannot find this. Oh, and then, and then the thing about Narbin again. Narbin was even older than Gwydion. I give up. I'm gonna have to. Who was Jelly? Who had Narbin? I don't think Aelin had Narbin, right? Nobody had Narbin. They don't know where it went. Well, we... Amarantha found it, found it, and threw it, threw it into the sea. Okay. But Amran says, or Reese says, Narbin was even older than Gwydion. I'm still convinced that Lucian has it. I would be thrilled if Lucian had it. And if he somehow found it. Again, for some reason, Lucian is never around during these pinnacle moments. He was He's not around not. for Feyre's pregnancy when he could have seen that the kid had wings or scented that the kid had wings. Right? He's not around when Bryce comes in and the two and the sword and the knife are glowing. <laughs> I also just want to point out that Lucian bejeweling all of his weapons is so mean. I love it. You know, he just like sits there and like carefully puts in these like little jewels on his... like... or or are they like siphon things that like oh like add power take away power i don't know i don't know but i do love lucian like sitting there he's he's just he's such a great character i i just find it funny that like lucian is all light and everything and if he has this sword this sword um gleams dark like it's dark light narbin yeah because narbin is like narbin is the dark sword and gwydion is the light sword so interesting to me. Narvin is 
the sword version of truth teller is what I'm getting. They're they both have black. So I don't I don't feel like he blades. would have it though because he's not like that. Like someone else has to have that, right? I don't. I know, but I don't then think... why? But then how? Like what was what would be the point of pointing out his sword all this time? His sword Maybe killing it's... Amarantha. His sword killing Branna. Maybe it's maybe we're putting too much emphasis on it. I don't know. SJM put emphasis on it. I know. Um, How do I not remember this? Why? Sorry, guys. How do I not remember this? Huh. This what is, is when it? this is when Nesta first meets Gwen. Okay. And this is like after they like ran from Briaxis or whatever. Um Gwen reached into the pocket of her pale robe and pulled out the blue stone of the priestesses, which come on, blue stone, blue stone. It fluttered with light like the sun on a shallow sea. Hurry now, she whispered, and they increased their pace, reaching the fifth level. No other priestesses approached, and there was no one to witness Gwen urging, keep going. The stone in her hand glimmered. They made another loop upward, and just as they reached the fourth level, that presence, that sensation of something at their backs eased. And then Nesta swallowed before she could say, what is that? It's an invoking stone, similar to the siphons of the Illyrians. Except that the power of the mother flows through it. We cannot use it for harm, only for healing and protection. It was shielding us. And then Nesta says, no, I mean the darkness. Gwen's eyes matched her stone almost perfectly, right down to the shadows that now veiled her expression. (laughs) They say the being that dwelled down there is gone, but I believe some piece of it might have lingered, or at the very least altered the darkness itself. Was was Azriel kept in the library? <gasps> Altered the darkness itself. It didn't feel like that. It felt older. Gwen's brows rose. Are you adept in such things? But there was no con- condescension in the words, only curiosity. Nesta blinked. Do you not know who I am? <laughs> I know you are the High Lady's sister, that you slew the King of Highburn, that you, like Lady Pharaoh, were once mortal, human. I was made by the cauldron at the King of Highburn's order. Gwen traced her fingers over the smooth dome of the invoking stone. It rippled with light at the touch. I didn't know such thing was possible. My other sister and I were forced into the cauldron and turned into High Fae. It imparted some of itself to me. Gwen considered the open drop into the darkness beyond it, like calls to like. Yes. Gwen shook her head, hair swaying. Well, perhaps don't go down to level six again. But it's my job to shelve the book. So it was level six. Six. Make it known to Clotho, and she'll ensure those books are given to the others. It seems cowardly. I don't wish to learn what might come crawling out of that darkness if you, Cauldron Maid, fear it, especially if it's drawn to you. Hmm. Wenny! <laughs> Gwenny, Gwenny, you (laughs) slew the King of Highburn with the Shadow Singer's knife. 
I think I think that she knows that they're mates. Not to get off topic, but I think that she knew I think that she knew when Azrael saved her that they were mates. Why do you think that? Because she specifically remembers him. She remembers the knife that he was holding. She somehow knows that Nesta killed Hybern with his knife. How? How? Unless, like, people were just talking about it. I don't know. It's a good question. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then her invoking stone blew, like, the Illyrian siphons, the I shadows think... veiling her. In- <laughs> I do not remember it being blue like the Illyrian siphon. Like, the fact they both have blue stones. <laughs> yep. Come on, people. Um, hmm. A priestess walked by, beheld them lounging there, and scurried off. Her fear left a tang in the air like burned food. Gwen sighed after her. That's Riven. She's still uncomfortable with any manner of contact with strangers. When did she arrive? 80 years ago. Who could Riven be? I'm I'm just curious about everyone at this point. I'm like, who's I love that? it. I love who's that. that? <laughs> who's that? I'm like Riven. Who cares? Riven my ass. Riven. <laughs> Um, it says, we do not gossip about each other here. Our stories remain our own to tell or keep. Only Riven, Clotho, and the High Lord know what happened to her. She will not speak of it. Reese? Reese? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he knows all of their, all Stories. of their secrets. Yeah. But he has yeah. no idea about as his yeah. own brother he literally says like not even we really know but as is different that's weird it's super weird i love as when knows it she knows a lot about him i i still think gwen could very well be a um white singer i think gwen could the be light rippled evil. from her invoking stone when she touched it well, she's always, like, conveniently in the right place at the right time. Have you noticed that? Like, it's a little sketch. I don't think that she knows, though. Hmm. But I don't know. The light rippling know. from her invoking stone reminds me of the light rippling from Lucian and Autumn Court. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's just, oh, my God. And then know. just the way that she's... um. Just the way that she's like uh works for Meryl and like knows what Meryl's doing. Yeah. Um that's super sketch. She's 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 kind of sketch, like in general. I don't know. Nesta gritted her teeth. I'm training every morning with Cassian. She had no idea if Gwen knew of him, so she clarified the High Lord's general. Dot dot dot. I know who he is. Everyone knows who he is. Mm. It was impossible to read Gwen's face. Why do you train with him? Let's just say that I was presented with several options with, no, she was not, designed to curb my behavior. Why do you need to curb your behavior? (laughs) It's a long story. What manner of training is it? Combat? She's so curious. Oh my God. Is she curious or is she like evil and nosy? We could look at it two different ways. She's not evil. Come on. (laughs) 
Well, I should be getting back to Meryl. Don't go looking for trouble. Gwen turned on her heel, blue flashing in her hand. The sight of the blue made Nesta blurt. Why don't you wear that stone on your head like the others? Gwen pocketed the gem because I don't deserve to. Well, I mean, that's pretty sketch. She refuses to wear the stone on her head. Maybe it's not just the sister story. Maybe it's because she's a light singer and she's not a real priestess. She's a real priestess. She grew up in Sangreva. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. You cracked me up. 